Ooh, give me some more flavor. But I'm just having a, a little problem getting her parents to like me. Parents? What am I gonna like you for? Boy, just be yourself. If people don't like you, if you're being yourself, fuck them. Let me tell you something. I used to go with a girl when I was about your age. I tried to please her peppy all the time. Went out my way to please her peppy. I come in one day, I said, nice weather we have. So you can't say that. You can't say that, it might rain. I said, nice tie you got on. So you can't say that. My wife tried to choke me with it. Point I'm trying to tell you, son, is be yourself. People don't like how you be yourself. Fuck them. Fuck them up against the wall. Wear handcuffs on them. crazy through them. That's all you do. Listening to the smooth grooves of your two favorite dudes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to he the did. Untitled Podcast. Did, baby. I am your host, Booby, and that is my brother Swad. My brother, I said, how you feeling? Ice cold. All right. All right. Then, <laughs> you find one back inside. All right. Then, All right, groovy. <laughs> we got some groovy topics here to get into. <laughs> and some out of sight times to get in your out of sight mind. All right, so here we go. Yo, what's happening, man? This is an Untitled Podcast. You know the vibes, man. We are here. We back at it once again, man. Um, my brother, how you feeling? I'm good, man. Blessed. Yeah. Blessed to be here. Yes, sir, man. Another day above ground. Doing what we love, G. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So uh, here we are. This is episode 10. Episode 10, man. Hit them wow. double digits, right? Wow, we here. Yeah, it seemed, what? 
like yesterday, I just texted you with an idea. Hey, man, I think I want to do a podcast. I'm like, shit, fuck it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you need <It's>, help? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love the energy from my niggas, yeah. man. When it's not even a, a question of can we, it's just, oh, so we trying to start. So, yeah. Who else are we doing today? Right. Shit. What, we, <laughs> what a setup at? What we need? What we need? Will liquor be involved? Yes. What are we drinking? <laughs> the essential question. Yeah, yeah the essential right. question. Is there going to be liquor there? <laughs> Will there be liquor? In whose house are we doing it? Hell yeah. Is there man. food? We got food. We got lick. We got shit. We good. 10 episodes, though, man. Yeah. I mean, it feels like we've been doing this for a while, but. I mean, in all honesty, we still wet behind the ears with this shit. Oh, for sure, for sure. But in the meantime, we do want to say we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. We appreciate the support. And continue to fuck with us, man. Like, yeah. this shit is dope. Man, I went back and listened to uh, episode, I think episode two or three, man. Mm-hmm. Just, I just wanted to hear it, you know, just, just to, to see, see where right, we was right. at. Just kind of progress, and, you know, I... I feel like it's important one to celebrate. This is small victory, small wins, right? It's the little ones, you know right? I mean? Yeah, the so, little things. You know, yeah, so episode 10, we'll probably do the same thing, episode 25 and mm-hmm. 50 and 7, you know what I mean? Just some milestones, you know what I mean? We talked about like the Sweet 16 episode. Right. Turning 21, you know, maybe we'd be allowed to drink liquor again. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, because last time we got drunk on the pod, it was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> That was a problem. So maybe when we turn I'm still 20, on punishment. Yeah, yeah. You I gotta wait till we turn one. Yeah, when we when we turn twenty one, maybe we'll be mature enough yeah. to actually start drinking on the pod again, man. So But the cool thing about doing this shit, and uh we both can kind of share this story. Um, just from our outing, you know, we went out this past weekend to celebrate mm. your birthday and everything, and uh we saw one of our supporters, one of yeah. our uh, you know, dedicated listeners to the show and everything, and that shit was cool. Yeah, it was dope, man. I was walking. Uh, we were actually walking. I was walking to meet you um, at, a, at, the, at a bar or whatever, man. Long-ass line. And you don't cut it, of course. Of course I cut it, man. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. You know what I'm saying? So as I'm walking, you know what I mean? Young lady, you know, stops me, right? Mm. And I'm like, oh, shit, yo. Like, I swear to God I don't know her. <laughs> I swear to God I don't know that. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, I'm already like, damn, like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, 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 so, I'm yeah. trying to, you know, kind of sh- shoot it to the side. It's like, hey, you got a uh, you got a podcast, right? And I was like, oh, like, yeah, I do. And she was like, yeah, um, I just want to let you know that uh, I really like your podcast and I really right. fuck with you guys. And I also want to let you know that I agree with you. When you guys go back and forth more than why. So shout out to you. Well, fuck um, her. Yeah, shout out. She gets. She gets gunshots. To be honest with you, like, I could care less who you agree with as long as you're listening. That's a fact. You're gaining something from it. That's a fact. You know, yeah, honestly, have, man. We all have our opinions. That's what's important. Because you know what's what I think what, you know, what is important about just that. You know, because me and you have a lot of different opinions. You know, right. we come from two different backgrounds. It's a lot of different shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, we're still able to look at each other as brothers. Exactly. Um, so I think it's that's kind of the purpose of this is just kind of give, you know, two different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. First of all, show you can respect someone else's opinion. You know what I mean? If I maybe I, I shared somebody on, on something and, and say it in a way maybe you didn't look at it of and course. vice versa. Right. You know, because it's happened. You know, where you said things, you know, it's going to be some topics uh, that we get to today that you brought up in a prior episode that after looking back, I'm like, yo, nah, like, 
I see what he meant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes it's not as easy to get that across in conversation originally. Sometimes you got to go home, take it with you. Take you a step I mean? back and, and think about it. And listen back to it. So, um, so I just think it's dope. And I think both of us kind of play the same role in our uh, friend circles, man. And kind of being the one to can explain things in a way that is you know, understandable, almost like in layman's terms. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch the news and they say this, this, this happened. And then they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Yeah. I and would say this. We're easy on the ear. For sure. For we're sure. Easy on I the ear. I think so. I think so. Um, so, and that's, and that's why we're here. You yeah. know, that's why we do what we do. Um, you know, and I say that as humbly as possible, um, even though you say being humble for fuck niggas. Being humble is for y'all fuck boys. <laughs> Don't look for it over here, goddamn. Yeah, because it, it ain't here. It, it ain't, ain't happening. Um, so one, one, one thing that I, um, that I want to kind of talk about, uh, that we may have different opinions on, you have kids, I don't. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's, it's easy for me to say things cause I haven't, you know, experienced this yet. So I right. don't really know. Um, but you know, we talked, I, I saw a post man about, um, when my kid does X, Y, and Z, I'm going to beat their ass, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. And someone commented and was like, yo, that's real wild yeah. that y'all out here daydreaming about abusing children. <laughs> right? Getting and, creative with yeah, how to fuck your kid up. Yeah, and I laughed at it, and then I <laughs> thought about it, and I was like, damn, like, we kind of are the last of the quote-unquote old school. Old school. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, because our generation, I think, grew more than any because we went from dial up internet and VCRs to streaming DVD players. You know, to, yeah, we saw it all and Wi-Fi. we learned it, adapted right. Wi Fi. Your, your car mm-hmm. has Wi Fi. Your phone, the phone you hold in your hand is more powerful than them big ass computers yeah. we had. <laughs> we went from uh, pagers. Motorola yeah. pagers to, to FaceTime to FaceTime. FaceTime, yeah, damn, yeah, fuck wow. them, fuck them, text FaceTime. <laughs> let me I see can it. see you. Let me, no, let me see it. Nah, let me see. I don't, what you got on? Yeah, let me see it. Nah, I want to see. Nah, take that off. <laughs> take that off. Me, nah, yeah, but now, nah, yeah, like we've definitely seen the transition. I would say over the past twenty years. So, um, with anything, you have to adapt. Mm-hmm. Not only with technology, but just uh, parenting. Like, yeah, parenting skills. Um, I'll say this, I definitely don't parent the way that my parents brought me up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things I feel like were necessary for my upbringing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, God damn, like, I can't wait to have kids. I'm not doing it this way. Right, I'm not doing it right. that way. And that's what it's all about. I mean, um, your parents, they don't necessarily know the mistakes that they're making because they're doing it at that point. They're right. like, they're kind of building on, on the fly. fly like we always fly. say yeah. here. Um, they don't have all the answers. I think we've said in a couple of episodes, uh, prior that you never, it's never, how can I put this? There are no, you're, ap- no, you're all, you're always learning no matter always how old you get. Yep. And to this day, my parents are still learning shit. Like, well, damn, like that's a fact. Maybe I should have did it this way. Maybe I should have did it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I'm laid back when it comes to parenting. Um, I look at it like this. My child is going to mirror whatever I do. Mm-hmm. So it's all about setting the example. You tr- you know, you sure right from wrong and you kind of put it up to her to kind of figure that shit out. Right. Just from your actions alone. Right. So I'm kind of 
hesitant what I say around her. Some things slip, mm-hmm. and I'm hesitant about what I do around her. Right. And she's she's smart. She's smart as hell, so she's going to figure it out. Right. Um, as far as discipline, you got to get creative with that, man. Yeah. Uh, just putting you and I have a little girl too, so it don't Tough. sit it don't sit well with me just sitting there like popping her and right. beating her and threatening her and right. shit like that, man. Because you know that's going to carry over, right? When she starts, you know, dating and getting in yeah. relationships, so Do however I treat her. Yeah. That's what she's going to expect from the next nigga. Yep. You feel Absolutely. Me? My dad used to beat me when I did something wrong, so I guess I'm just doing something wrong. You can right. beat me too. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. It's yeah. so a wild I, way to look at it, but it's, nah, you it's, know, it's, nah. it's the truth. I think, you know, obviously I always got like a song lyric for everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Cole got a line, man. Cole was like, um, I kind of hated the way they raised me, but I love what they raised. Right. I'm talking about the mom, and I look at it like my parents. And I don't necessarily hate the way they raised me. But because as I got older, I started understanding a lot of things. I think one thing um, with parents that uh, that I've learned is that um, when you start looking at them as just human beings, mm-hmm. and just people, you know, uh, when you look at them as people that are going to fuck up, going to make mistakes, may not do this right, may not know how this is going to affect you. You know, when you look at us, we're looking at our parents from one viewpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Look at their parents. Right. And then their parents' parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's a wild, uh, you know, when you start looking at it that way, like, damn, like, I wonder what grandma went through, what grandma came from. Like, what did she see growing up? Different. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about why the grandma stayed with granddaddy and he had two, three different families. It's a different time. It's different times. Women exactly. couldn't have jobs. Yeah. Just, I leave him and go where, do what? So I got to deal with it. Same situation my way, too. Yeah. And you know what happens. You know what I mean? I don't. You know, I got some uncles that ain't. You know, it's funny when you kid, you grew up that. That's your uncle, such and such. Like, why why okay. he never at the house with us? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> funny story. <laughs> Remember Coach Washington? Yeah, slick my uncle. Yikes, crazy. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, slick yeah. my uncle. Yo, slick granddad's did some wild shit yeah, back man. in the day. Granddaddy got it in, man. They got it in, but you know, so I to say that same man is, you know, I I. I I don't have kids, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of speaking on, you know, kind of aspirationally, like, yo, this is what I want. In the future, parent. right? Yeah, because, mm-hmm. you know, I look at it like as a kid, you know, I got my ass whooped when I fucked up. Yeah. And I don't remember a time I got my ass whooped that I questioned why. Mm-hmm. I knew what the fuck I did. But as an adult, as a 30-something-year-old, right. you know, um, I now look at it like, well, damn, like, did I actually learn that lesson? Like, did I actually really learn, like, anything from that? Or is it just a fear thing of, if you do that again, they're going to beat um, yeah, your Yeah, that's ass exactly again. what you learn. I can't do this anymore because right. that gets my ass whooped. And that's it. It stops there. And Boom. that was the lesson. That's the lesson. <laughs> if I, when I do that, I get my ass Not necessarily beat. a damn, this was fucked up what I did. Like, this was bad. No. Right. I'm not doing that anymore because I got my ass whooped right. for it. And then, so then it kind of goes into, well, if I can do that and they don't find out. I'm good. And you're not. <laughs> but you are, right? Yeah, because you are. Because yeah, you, you got away with it. it. You got away so with it. So then as you become an adult, now you become this adult that as long as I think I can get away with it, I'm going to do fuck I'm shit. cool. Right. I'm cool. Because the only result is I'm getting my ass beat. But if you don't find out, you can't beat my ass. But it's different. No can't, yeah, yeah. Shit, can't do that anyway. What you but, fuck you going to do? Right. <laughs> fuck wrong. Shoot, nigga. Huh? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, 
I'm going to tell you a, a funny story about, because uh, yeah. earlier we was talking about, uh, the, I guess, the Twitter post that you saw about mm-hmm. thinking of different ways to beat your kid ass. Mm-hmm. And I was about, I say, eight years old. So that put my sister maybe around one or two. Okay. We were at Ogathorpe Mall, right, yeah. with my pops. Mm-hmm. And my sister was going fucking crazy, bro. Two years old, right? So I'm sitting there running behind her playing and shit. And pops. Like, he give you the warning call. Like, all right, you know, y'all calm down. Settle that shit down. Like, all right, all right, cool. He turned his back. We back doing the same crazy shit. I want to say, like, after the third or fourth time of him saying that shit, Pops looked at me and was like, uh, which hand you write with? I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Which hand you write with? And I'm like, my right hand. He was like, all right, cool, bet. So now I'm shook. I'm like, what the, what the fuck going on? Right. We get back to the house, and sure enough, man, Pops pulled a belt out. Give me that right hand. I was like, oh, shit. Like, this nigga's really, like, about to pop my hand with that shit. Right. And he had, like, one of them thick layer belts, too, dog. Mm, so thick, like, thick leather ones. Like, a couple of them. Every time we went to the mall after that shit. I was cool. Learned that lesson, right? Learned a lesson, not dacked up at the mall. Yeah. That was the lesson. That was the lesson, lesson, right? Don't show your ass in public. I'm going to show your ass. I'm going to beat your ass at home. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and I've said numerous times that I feel like, you know, our generation is the healing generation. I say it all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, we're the ones in therapy. We're the ones doing all this shit, learning all this mental health shit that wasn't passed along before that is taking us um and i was having a conversation with someone um earlier this week and i was like damn like if we can really apply this knowledge we're picking up to our kids yeah especially our, our black kids like if we giving these black babies like this kind of knowledge mm-hmm. we raising super kids pretty much you know what i mean smart as aware children you know what i mean that know all these things that know how to move yeah. Really, how to move and understand things, you know, that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously, you know, and going, I know when I went, I started going to therapy. I know you started your therapy right. um, as well. When I started going, it's issues that I had that I didn't even know I had, mm-hmm. but was getting picked up on by things I was saying and how I reacted when certain things happened. It's literally what your trigger points yeah. are. Like, you know, my therapist, like, every time this happens, this you is do how you that. react. You do this every time. Yeah. You realize that? Like, nah. And then, like, you know, the therapist take notes, and she just running down. Boom, boom. What you said? This happened. You did this. And According this. to the notes. Right. Yeah. According to my notes. Every mm-hmm. time she pulled that notebook out, I'm like, fuck. Here we what go. What I said. What, what I, I said. said. Like, you should. You know what <laughs> you trying saying? to backtrack. Yeah. So, but, I, yeah, I just thought it was, a, it was an interesting post, man. And just looking at how we were raised versus, one, how we raise or plan on raising our kids. I yeah. know. I'm not gonna be the be a beat my beat their ass parent, mm-hmm. but I got a shit for you. I got oh, yeah. something for you. Cool. You wanna show you what you wanna run your mouth in class? Let's go run. Yeah, boy. Oh, oh shit! If I ever have a boy, let's go run, nigga. Nigga gonna have a twelve pack in the third grade. Let's boy. go. We running. Take off. <laughs> I promise you. I'm have a book bag full of bricks. Let's <laughs> run. It's time yeah. to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, we I think uh, just in the generation, we're awarded the opportunity to become better parents. Absolutely. We have, uh, I guess, the utilities now, man. We have access to so much more than what our parents had. That's a fact. So, that's a fact. Don't um, be don't be content to just do the same shit that you were brought up on. Like, you know, switch it up. 
Yeah, man. And, you know, I said it before. I'm going to keep saying it again, man. Yo, go to therapy. Mm. I saw something again early this week, man. Um, you know, and actually last week after we uh, got done potting, um, talking about how black people don't go to therapy, we go to church. Where did I see that at? I and, forgot what um, I saw. And it was like, we go to church for lessons that we need a therapist for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had these issues and you're taught in church, like, you'll just give it to God. And there's nothing wrong with that. But church also teaches you, you know, I'm, as a Christian, it teaches you, you know, faith without work is dead. It's right? dead. Mm-hmm. So, yes, give it to God. But, but you also, also have an issue. Work. Put that work in and that therapy is that work. Go learn that. Pray. Of right course, on. pray. But also go talk to somebody about this shit. Mm. You know, go do that too. Put them two together and watch you watch yourself heal. Mm. You'll feel it. I feel like I'm in church right now, bro. Yeah, you preaching. Give <laughs> you yourself know, some air horns yeah, or something, something nigga. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> hey, uh, how long before they put air horns in church? When the, when the pastor cooking, I think some already got it. <laughs> For real, they just not air horns. Just take your time, pastor. Oh, it's take dumb. it, take yeah. your time. Yeah, it's dumb. Can we ever? T- can one day we have a conversation about how the old ladies at church really be wanting to get a pastor some coochie? Some of them already did. No, nah, they definitely already did. <laughs> they definitely already did. Yo, church can be a nasty place. Man. <laughs> pastor be knocking them old ladies down. Yeah, some of them already did. Yeah, man. they be in love with pastor. Oh. Love pastor. Yeah, Miss Johnson, you got that girdle on. Uh, uh-huh. Oh my God! Yeah, boy. yeah, man. Just, just <laughs> listen to your pastor. You walk in, pastor. Be looking at you, talking about. Look at your auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time, man. I need some headphones. Yeah, I know you went. I know exactly where the hey, fuck man. you went. I need to get some headphones. Yeah, hey, we getting that's the next on the list with tomorrow. Tomorrow, I, man. I know exactly where that went. Yeah, man. So uh, something else um, that we talked about um, last episode, man, was uh, you. We were talking about that um, show, Two Distant Strangers, Mm -hmm. right? And you were telling me how you felt like it was tasteless, right? And gave some kickback on the feet, a little kickback on that, saying basically that I felt like it was necessary. Mm -hmm. I was reading an article. They were talking about black trauma porn, and basically talking about shows like. Two Distant Strangers and them. Them. You know what I mean? Mm. And all, and even, you know, you go back to Glory and fucking all these different movies where yeah. we're slaves, you know, and all this stuff. And we're, we're witnessing all the shit we've been through. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about, well, why don't we see any Holocaust movies? Mm. It's a few. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I, I saw one a long time ago. A few. I want to say the one I saw maybe like Schindler's List or some shit. I had to watch in school. Mm-hmm. But even that think, wasn't a graphic one. Like, I'm not seeing one. nobody get beat. I think another one was like Life is Beautiful or something. It was like a French movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's not a lot of that. You know, concentration camps with Asians during World War right. uh, II, I believe. Um, we don't see a lot of those movies. We don't. Um, we haven't necessarily seen a Vietnam movie either. Never like seen a Vietnam. Other, not for real, stuff. for real. Only one I saw was Forrest Gump. <sighs> Tuck that lip in before you get it caught on the trip, boy. <laughs> God damn, Bubba. Yeah, man. Bubba, man. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I ain't never seen, you know. So I just, when I read it, I was like, as soon as I read it, I said, this is shit. It's what I was talking about. Mm. Because it's like, damn, one who's this for and two. I was making the point that they need to see this, and you know, it's like, well, damn, like you saw it, yeah. 
fucking movie. We saw them like we live in it. live action. We live it. We, we live seen it. live action. And we I don't. I mean, not only those uh like slave movies, uh, police brutality, but I also uh want to throw like our our hood movies that we uh champion so much. Yeah, those can be considered like black. Dra- uh, black drama movies as so well. So we talking in Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Ricky getting shot. Yeah. We talking um, Men's Society. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because you're just being entertained. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's what these movies are. Yeah. Entertainment. It's entertainment. And we're being entertained by watching niggas get killed, killed. over and mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and just that, and, you know, they came up with a name for it. It's like, you know, black trauma porn. Right. Is what they call it now. You know, it's just this thing where you watch... You get your rocks off by watching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't get to live it, so you watch it, and then you mimic it. That's where you get people like the the Cash Me Outside girl and all that. Oh, man. They mimic it, and, and the thing is, it's, it's, it's wild because... It's almost like their blueprint. It is. And you know, it's funny, man. Um, when we hear us say, when, when a black person talks proper, what do we say they're doing? Oh, they speak well. Well, no, 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 no. Oh, you talking about us? Yeah, when we do it. Oh, when we do it. I thought you was talking about the other side. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. We're talking uh, white. Yeah. Well, uh, like, why you talking white? Yeah, white. Yeah, take, that, uh, take your white voice off. Yeah, take your white voice yeah. off. You just speaking what, properly. What else do they say? It's another term for I can't think of it right now. Well, they say cold switching. Cold switching. That's but, exactly but what I'm But I'm talking thinking. about back when we say, you know, we were kids. You talk you're talking about a white boy. Yeah, nigga talk white, man. Why you talk white, cuz? Why you talking about, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so talking properly is attributed to whiteness right yeah. so this positive you know thing i hope my kids talk as white as fucking possible that's what yeah. it is you know what i mean but then we so that but the thing is is like that's what we attribute speaking properly mm-hmm. to us as black people growing up well then you see on the other side like i said the cash me outside girl and all this like that's what they attribute Black is they're right. acting black. That white boy act black. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he, he being, you know, you see, you know, he's sagging his jeans, whatever. You know, talk a little, got a little bounce on. You know what I mean? To a step, maybe a little swag, and it's you know the way he talk. He act black. Yeah. But those the, the qualities he's showing aren't necessarily positive. They can be looked at as negative. Mm-hmm. Walking around your pants, sagging off your ass, it's isn't just, a positive. They, they highlight um, the ignorance, right? More, I guess, uh, more or less. Yeah. So that ignorance is being called black, black, and then you know what I mean. And I don't know if there's anybody to blame for it. I mean, hell, we do a lot of it ourselves. Of course. You know, white people don't say talking properly is talking white. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't do that. We do that to ourselves. And there's a lot of self checks that we, you know, we as people have to do, and that's coming with time. Um, and it's expectations as well because uh, I thought where you were going with it earlier, like when we we're mm-hmm. talking proper, like it, when we we're in a, you know, a corporate setting, so to speak, or if we're well, that's the next step of it. That's the next level of it. Yeah, but it's growing like, up, oh, you speak, growing up, you grow, speak well. Yeah, growing up as kids, you know, it's talking white. But yeah, when you get older, it's, it's oh, you speak well, and then we've labeled it code switching, which it is. You know, we talk a certain way at work. You know what I mean? And then we talk a certain way with our people. Like right. it is what it is. But know? the thing is, you um. And what I've realized, um, white people have a certain lingo that they use outside of work. They do. They code switch well. They I mean, that's it's po- I mean, that to me is necessary. Mm-hmm. Code switch is necessary. You know, is certain in the right things, rooms. It's certain things you can say at work 
that you can't say. You know, there's certain things you you can't say at work. I mean, that you can say yeah. amongst friends. Um, it's certain thing. I mean, like you said, white people do it too. Mm-hmm. You know, if even when you have kind of that, you know, that that conversation with your boss outside of outside you know, of the uh, just the in the office, parking right? lot, just yeah. in the parking lot. You know what I mean? Just y'all kinda, might shoot the shit. Yeah, just shoot the shit a little bit. You know, right. but when y'all getting that meeting, it's different. It's different. You know what I mean? So I, I put it like this: anybody out there that has a problem with code switching, this is what I need you to do. By the time they hear this, it's going to be what? Sunday? Mm-hmm. All right, Monday morning when you're going to work, first thing I want you to do is just say, yeah, <laughs> and see where the fuck that gets you. I'm going to say it back. <laughs> you going to say yeah, it yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. God damn it. He done got me. Got me, nigga. Got me. God damn it. You know what's funny, too, is if you work the first time you code switch, you when the boys find out you're cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then by yeah, that, when you first yeah, start a job, yeah. you still doing your thing. The first time you say negative, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah, all right, well, what took you so long, yeah, goddamn it? Yeah, I was worried about Shit, it. man. Got to be careful around a new guy. He be snitching. What the fuck you doing this weekend, my nigga? Right, what you got going on, Kyle? Where you from? Yeah? What people Shit, ask me? So you know us, nigga. Nigga, yeah. <laughs> now it's a whole thing. Now y'all family. Just that quick. Just that fast, right? Yeah, man. So, um... I think it's a good time to get into our first uh first song. All right, all right. Go ahead and introduce it, man. This is your uh Yeah, this is yeah, me. This yours right here, man. Okay. I'm just following along. All right, say less. So this uh the title of this is going to be uh With Your Old Ass. Mm. <laughs> and this is gonna be just a compilation of songs, man. The songs that we grew up with. Oh yeah. Songs that um, you know, that your mama make you, you know, you hear playing. And you're like, oh shit. Oh damn. It's time to clean up. Man. <laughs> time to clean up. It's, it's whatever, man. Mm-hmm. So you know, so but these are also man songs that feel good. Like just starting that song off with um with that Bill Withers, man, with that lovely day. It was a certain bounce. That was that, that was necessary us. though. Yeah, with that everything that's going on. And we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that, you know. Um everything's going on, man. So one thing I do wanna do with this. Is I want to one I want this to really be music appreciation. Okay. Um, you know I really want uh, us to be in a situation where um, we kind of school people on certain shit. It's a lot of samples. Oh yeah, man. You know what heavy, I mean? Heavy. Um, it's a lot of samples that 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 we may not know where it comes comes from. from. You know what I mean? You hear it and like, oh, this is new. Mm. No, no not, not new under the sun, bro. No, and a damn thing. Not by a long sun. shot. Yeah, that's why I like getting in this bag right here. Man. Oh, for this sure, old school shit. Yeah, man. So, all right. So, enough stalling. It. You know, I'm looking for a goddamn song. Oh man, but we good. I got one. Take all your right. time, Pastor. Take your time, Pastor. Thank you, Miss Johnson. Thank you, Miss Johnson. Sister See Johnson. You See you later, baby. Oh, See you, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> then look to the right. Damn. Look at your auntie. I'm gonna crank this. That's my favorite new drop. I'm sorry. It's gonna oh look at your auntie. So here we go, man. I'm gonna start with uh one of my favorite songs, man. One of the feel good songs. I'm gonna go with Gregory Abbott, Shake You Down. Let's go. So far across the floor now, baby 
Talking that shit, man. <laughs> Boy, can't wait to talk that shit. So, yeah, man. That's one of them, you know, again, just feel good, you know, one of them songs you kind of put on. You can't help but jig when you hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? A little bop, you know, yeah, some shit with some bop in it. Uh, next, we're going to come with this um, confunction. We're going to go with uh, Love's Train. Okay, Love's Train. Which one? Confunction, nigga. Oh, <laughs> Looking, don't do that. It's a, bunch of, it's a bunch of goddamn love. No, shit, I was confused. I was like, hold up, I missed something. Yeah, you, you did. You, <laughs> I did. You didn't see the fucking songs. <laughs> yo, man, this was fuck. All right, yo. So, oh, man. Let's get it. Playlist got a bitch named Geraldine written all over it. I'm boy. trying to tell you, play this for your folks, you good little brothers. <laughs> nah, this this shit, man, it make you realize what type of household we grew up in. Like yeah. real soulful, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah man. This is it's about to be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this one. I'm gonna love this, and I'm always the, the, I'm playing the old shit anyway. So, mm-hmm. so this is my bad. This is my sauce right here. My uh, my pops be proud of me. Oh yeah. 
Must be proud of me. I like playing this around the old, like old people. Like, bro, what you know about this, man? Right, yeah, you got hit with that one time. <laughs> and I ain't playing around younger folks too bad because a lot of folks mm-hmm. thought that was a Drew Hill original. Right. That, that was Drew Hill shit. Mm-hmm. Like, nah. No. No, again, nothing new under the sun, man. Nothing new under the sun. Do your homework. Do your homework. Um, so, uh, one thing that's going on, man. Obviously, we're in the midst of uh, a pandemic still. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the middle of a parallelogram. Um, but uh, the world seems to be slowly but surely opening back up. You back at it? Uh, rolling out. Rolling loud has been announced in May. Okay. Homecoming is starting to be announced. Uh, no Shaw U's announced a date for theirs. Um, Savannah State's been uh, flirting with um, a Back date. Back and forth with it. Yeah, about a homecoming, man. Everybody's kind of, you know, I know I have friends talking about making plans for homecoming already. Yeah. You, you, you in? Shit, I done booked some trips. <laughs> <laughs> I done booked some trips, nigga. Yeah. I'm out of here, though. But, you know, trips is different, man. Because that's different. just you in a few feet. I'm talking about. I'm talking about just uh, you ready for a festival yet? <sighs> you ain't getting vaccinated. Um, I, I I don't know, man. I don't know about the festival, but okay. As far as traveling and things like that, I'm comfortable with it. I've uh, you know, I I got out a couple of times. I I would say within like the past few months, right. so I kind of know my my range. Yeah. What I'm comfortable with doing, what I stay away from, who to be around as well. Sure. As far as that festival shit, yeah. Large crowds ain't there yet. Not yet. Not okay. yet, man. Not That's yet. fair. How you feeling about it though? Oh, you I know, mean, been, you, you, you know, good. Been, you know, I've been what? Yeah, well, I'm not good, but I'm vaccinated. Uh huh. Vaccinated, ready for action. Mm, big vax, huh? Big vax, <laughs> big vax vibes right here. <laughs> big vax, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. It's just so many questions with the vaccines that. I'm still not completely comfortable just jumping out the window just yet. I'm gonna um, ask you. I'm gonna ask you this. Okay. Um, with the situation like Rolling Loud, yeah. Do you think it could possibly be just a case study? Florida itself is a case study. Florida, in life. I was about to say. Florida is a fucking case study in life. Since goddamn Ponce de Leon found that fountain of youth, man. Uh, listen, you know one of my favorite things to do. It was a trend mm-hmm. a while ago, man. But just search your birthday. Uh-huh. And then search Florida man and see what headline comes up. <laughs> Nuts. Nuts. Florida Yo, man. Florida, Florida man. man yeah, do your birthday. We're we gonna double back. We're gonna do this. We're gonna okay. do this. We're gonna we gonna look up just the first headline that pops up. Your birth date. So month month and date. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just type, type Florida in Florida, man. man, and see what headlines pop up. It's nuts. When Every can we season. do this, man? We're going we to do this today. Today? Yeah, cool. this is going to be a thing. This is going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to play music <laughs> in the next segment, and we're going to come back, and we're going to drop our Florida mans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're going to drop it, because I want, like, it's nuts, man. So so you out on um you out on that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, uh, side note. Shaw's also announced that students can return to school with vaccination cards. You said they said in the fall. In the they fall, they can only return with vaccination yeah, cards. Gotta have vaccination cards to come wow. back to school. Well, shit, I know on an, campus. On campus now, obviously, they probably still got the. I'd assume they'd have the um, online. Option. I know a nigga that's making them. I know, of course. <laughs> they gonna stop that shit. They gonna stop that shit quick. It's like them goddamn PPP loans. Yo, did you see the uh, the PPP lookup site? I didn't. I did, Nuts, I did. bro. You can go on there, literally mm-hmm. search by zip code, type it in, and see any and everybody who got a PPP. Yo, I did that shit just from Savannah, Savannah zip codes and some real How familiar. How many people you saw? 
at least six. No flex. Yikes. 10 bands here, 20 bands here, 30 and bands No, they ain't doing shit. Going to jail is what they are. <laughs> going to jail. I'm talking about some fucking soul proprietor. Your ass going to fucking be a soul. All right. Keep it up. That's funny as hell, man. But yeah, it's a whole lookup site, man. But you know, it's funny, man. It's so many scams tied to PPP loan. And on one hand, I get it. You know, I'm you not. You can't blame them. Nah, blame and I'm not going to shame anybody for finessing the government that's been finessing us. us. Years. You know one what I'm saying? Like One they, time for your mind, y'all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So shit. Gunshot for that. One time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what I will say is, yo, be careful. Tread lightly. Be smart. One thing my uh, be smart about one it. One thing, and I know every episode I, I give one of my pops lessons, but the one for this one is ain't no such thing as free money. Not at all. Ain't no such thing as free money. Not that at shit all. ain't free. Mm-mm. They gonna come looking for you. That is fraud, family. That is fraud. Oh yeah. So with that, um, just again, like you said, tread lightly and be careful, cause them folk they have a PPP, a uh, uh, actual task force. That's hunting niggas. Specializing. That's all they doing is looking mm. for fraud. Oh, you took a hundred bad, what you do with that? Who um the one of the pretty the pretty Ricky niggas. Yeah. Funniest thing about that. I know you I can't think it wasn't spectacular. It was spectacular. It was uh Baby 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 Blue, Baby Blue. Yeah. Baby Blue. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> do it again one time. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that nigga uh got caught up. And what's funny about that is I remember, you know, on YouTube, man, I get caught up sometimes doing this, man. You get caught up in the YouTube rabbit hole. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You just kinda watching video after video and they play an ad and you may go to the bathroom and come back ads or what. Like, you know. Right. He had one. Just talking about all the things he did, the kinda, you know, Build his wealth and all this shit. Nigga, you got a fucking you got PPP a fucking loan. loan. You lying ass, scamming ass nigga. He just got shot the other day, too. Did he? He Like, he in critical type the FBI? It's possible. Shit, I wouldn't put it past him. CIA? CIA. The PPP boy. <laughs> was, it, was it, uh, was it uh, Reed Thompson? Was it Reed Thompson? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Was it fucking Reed, man? <laughs> fucking Reed. Teddy, what was his real name? Teddy something. Teddy McDonald. Yeah, Teddy McDonald. Teddy, Teddy McDonald. Yeah, T Mac. <laughs> T Mac. Yo, oh uh, well, shit. We here snowfall. How you feel about it? Uh, for a season finale, it, it kind of. Look at your <laughs> Shout out to Unk. Shout out out to Unk, man. For a season finale, I feel like it was, um, it kind of let me down, man. Y'all hate Snowfall season finales. Because y'all was so mad when Franklin went to college. The last one I was fucking with, bro. Man, y'all was so mad when they sent Franklin to school that season finale. (laughs) Like Like last season, season finale, it was kind of like the inevitable. Yeah, yeah, the The game wars. I think that was, though, because we saw what was coming. Mm -hmm. And also the older John Singleton being in it, too. Yeah. You know, that was dope. Yeah, that was dope. But this season, I mean, it wasn't bad. I was just... I was expecting some like some crazy shit to go down, like some I wild think, shit. But all and, the wild shit went down in the in the in, season. I mean, and the that's, episode. And that's typically what I've noticed with shows, man. And I, it was funny because I was like sitting here watching, um, and I was calling everything. Right, like, man. Read about to pull up on pops mm-hmm. in, in Cuba. It's about to happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. And it just kind of left you with a cliffhanger. Yeah, like, yeah, did yeah. he do it or did oh, he, he did? Walk it, yeah. Well, maybe not. I don't think he did. But um. But it was a few things. I mean, it, it was, again, they closed a lot of, because that's what it is. You tie those loose ends and see the finale. Right. Get all your action out. 
the woman before. Mm-hmm. See if now let's see the aftermath of what happened. Then let's also build what's happening next. For the next season. Um, what's funny is we had a conversation about man, boy, his last words. Think and they won't turn on you? They all came to fruition. Mm-hmm. He said it. He called mm-hmm. everything out. And, and that's what I was saying. Like, I don't know. Cause, Plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> man, boy was right. Yeah. And he said, you don't think they're going to turn? And every last one of them. Um, to me, one thing that they highlighted was Franklin being left alone. First Everybody time. Everybody left him. First time. You know, first his parents. Mm-hmm. Then uh, his uh, Aunt, Aunt Louie and Uncle Jerome. Right. Then Leon. I'm going to ask you this. Do you think um, with Man Boy saying that right before he got smoked? Yeah. Do you think, because you know, the tongue is a powerful weapon, bro. That's, yeah. Like, it's a deadly sword. Mm-hmm. Do you think he planted those seeds in their head? I and think they and they started just spinning like, bro. This I think they were already kind of there. Me and you talked about Uncle Jerome being right, being you know, kind of getting over the read thing, and I don't think he had. No, no, no. You no, know, no, and no, I said, no. I, I, I said, I think he's 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 dealing, but he's he he ain't been fucking with Franklin since he found that out because they like they pretty much fooled him. Like, yeah, man. Like, well, they knew, yeah, and they knew that had they told him, he wouldn't have fucked with it, right. So the whole premise of him even getting into in the dope game mm-hmm. was because he was he was cool with selling you know selling a little weed yeah here you know, and there here and there and that's it you know open, yeah open up Jam and Jerome selling yeah. speakers <laughs> he was I good. look good don't I got <laughs> <laughs> that little suit yeah. on yeah when I was looking for that drop man I found that scene we got introduced on Louis man on Louis a trill motherfucker man. yeah man and you better get that bitch yeah boy. I told you don't fuck that bitch without me now look at you now look at you now look at you so um but yeah man I think that that was the foreshadowing of what was coming mm-hmm. um and you know to be honest these are, I think every situation pretty much is the chickens coming home to roost with Franklin. Right. You know, it's his decisions. His decision to set up I'm Scully. I'm glad you put it that way. His his mm-hmm. decision to set up Scully is um, what triggered Scully coming after Leon. Leon. And everything that, because he told him. He said, yo, if you fuck me, I'm coming for I'm you coming and everything you, you love. Everything you love. And you saw Leon. and Killed the baby. Yep. And then yeah, Leon then goes and, re- and retaliates. Not for Franklin, because he wasn't fucking with Frank at the time. Right. You shot at me, nigga. I'm going to come back and fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Killed the baby. Killed the baby. So this whole thing was triggered from Franklin's decision to set man boy. And I said, uh, he shows man boy up a scully. Mm-hmm. After Leon told him, don't get involved with that shit. I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. It's like they all had a hand on who Franklin is now. Mm-hmm. They created that monster. And now that he is like he is who he is. That's a fact. You can't control him. You That's can't tell him shit. Nope. I mean, Unk beat his ass and he's still doing the same bullshit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Daddy just hit him in the back of the head and he's still like Everybody had a hand in Frank. And mm-hmm. you know what's funny, man, is I, I kinda when I watch shows now. I look at why did they do this? Mm-hmm. Um, opening scene, season finale, Lil Franklin. In school, right. Won't stand up for the pledge. And if you remember, the teacher said, it doesn't sound like you gave him a choice. Right. It sounds like you chose for him. Mm. Then you say you're pulling him out of school, and Franklin is saying, well, I, I want to stay here. I want to stay here. Now you'll find better friends. Mm-hmm. We leaving. Yeah. 
So you Leon, I want to get out the game. No. Right. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> all this and, shit I did for you, no, yeah, you gonna stick and, around. And, and not even that is more so for me when I hear that you didn't give him a choice, and then I fast forward to the present. You he didn't have a choice. What else I'm gonna do? My daddy gone. You hmm. didn't give me a fucking choice. Hmm. Like all the shit I'm doing is because I didn't have a choice. I couldn't do anything else. Like this is literally the path I had to do. So you say that everybody had a hand. And what he what he is now is mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Everybody had a hand. Leon had a hand. You know, Unk showed I mean? him a dope game. Unk, you know, you know, Unk, you know, showed him at least into selling drugs. Mm-hmm. But even if you go back to that, he pulls him out of that school, puts in what we can puts him in what we can assume to be private school. Yeah. Well, then he meets the white boy, right? Whose pops is a, a producer, a director, whatever he was. A, por- a porn, a porn producer. Director. Yeah. Who wants a bunch of dope? Coke. You meet mm. Javi. Javi turns you on. Javi turns you on. Then it goes from there. You start trapping at Louis. Louis introduces you to uh, Claudia. Claudia. You start trapping out of Claudia Club. Claudia sets you up. Now you got to go find the niggas who took the bag because Javi ain't trying to hear that shit. Mm. Now you get old. You get the get the Bunky Bandit. The Bunky Bandit. The, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything is all it's these. It's a trickle effect. It's all. Man. And it's funny. Um. Damson Idris, who plays Franklin, right. uh, said to understand this season, go back to season one. one. And it's a lot of things from season one that's going to explain what is happening came now. came to fruition almost. Everything. Mm-hmm. And just that choices. You know what I mean? The, him being out of choices. Um, it's a skin deep show, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's skin deep. deep. It's deep. So, What's your expectations for next season, though? Uh, next season, I'm expecting... Um, a family feud. Okay. Civil because, war. Yeah. It's going to be a civil war. Mm. Because, you know, in every season you have a villain, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part. Scully and Man Boy were the villains this season and you dealt with them. And now you're dealing with villains that are family and not really villains. What if Franklin's the villain? Franklin is, and that's where it gets deep. Oh. We talked about that. We talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about we talked about the fact that just in this show, you know it's a well written show because we are literally rooting for the dope dealer. Yeah. Like this nigga sells drugs. We saw the effect on the community. This we nigga s- shut down a fucking homeless shelter, dog. We shut down keep everybody, all y'all get the, get the fuck, fuck out. out. Until I find fucking out what my dad is. Man, until you tell me all y'all get the fuck out. Nigga, we here because of you. Right. You <laughs> put them there and you put their asses back on the fucking street. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your auntie gets shot. Because of your decisions. Like, all this shit happened because of you. Man, it was like, you're a disgrace. Yeah, yeah. you get the fuck yeah, out, Yeah, you too, get man. your broke ass out. Yeah, fuck him. I ain't like, bro. <laughs> your bitch ass out, too. Fuck wrong with you. Oh, man. So, well, well, sorry to spoil it if y'all, if y'all didn't nah, watch Nah, because once again, by the time they hear it's Sunday. Sunday. That shit dropped on Wednesday. Yeah. If you ain't seen it by you Sunday. You living under a rock. Yeah, so shit. Fuck it. Fuck it. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Love the drops, man. Love the drops. Got to keep them coming, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, um, let's kind of... Uh, a little, little music for them? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Okay. We never really get to all the songs. Yeah, man. Because you know, we kind of scrap Because the time. damn topics, like, shit be getting heavy, boy. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing, though. It is, it is, it is. Mm. So, what you got? I got your list. You got my list, man. Um, all right. 
<laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. man. Uh, shit, let's go right here, man. Let's jam out since we here, since we in this bag. It's up-tempo. Everybody yeah. got the vibes going in there. Thing. I want to go with uh, the Brothers Johnson. Strawberry Letter. Ooh. 23. Number 23. Yes, sir. It's that one, right? Yes, sir. Let's <laughs> get it. Keep it kind of, you know, kind of, you know, some boogie and shit. You know what I mean? It's only right. Yeah, we go to one of the Jacksons. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I'm, I'm going to holler at Freddie. Yeah, man. So we're going to go Freddie Jackson, man. Rock me tonight.
All right, man. So that was uh, one of the um, the less known Jacksons. <laughs> Lesser known other Jacksons. Is that one of those um, kids Joe had out? He was in the Jackson Five. Was in the Jackson Freddie five. was in the Jackson Five. He was in the Jackson Five. No. Is that Freddie Jackson the Jackson? Huh? Is he a Jackson? No, he not related to. Swear to God, I promise you, my mind is blown. One of Joe outside kids, nigga. Damn, swear to say, say swear, say swear, nigga. That's wild. No, Freddie Jackson is. That's one of the ones I never knew about. Like, all right, so on the Temptations movie, uh-huh. when Blue died, he fell in the oven, right? That's a fucking weird ass story. My mom was like, they found him in the oven when I was little. So I was like, was a nigga trying to cook himself? Wait, your mom said he fell in the oven? Yeah. Well, I got to call my sister. I'm telling my sister this shit. Because what's funny is I've been saying that shit, sister. Because remember the movie, mm-hmm. they he went to go, go check on the short ribs. Yeah. And when we go check on the short ribs, like, oh, just walking, like, oh, boo. Oh, boo. Right. And that was it. And I was like, damn, like, as a little boy, like, did he fall in the oven? So your mom said mom they said found, him in, found the oven. him in the oven or some shit like that. But man. the word was he had, like, a stroke seizure or whatever, fell into a coma, and that's when he died. It probably so, hit his head on the oven or something. Right. Possibly. And it was in the oven, so he was cooking short ribs and cooking blue. <laughs> that's wild. I'm glad I got that because that, I did not know the five heartbeats were in the real group. I swear to God, they were real group. You thought they were real? I did. Mm-hmm. I thought Jennifer Lopez was Selena. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely yeah, thought Jennifer yeah, Lopez yeah, was yeah, Selena. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I could not understand why Leon played every fucking every singing role. Every singing role. But I can't think of five Leon songs. Is yes. he a singer? He's a real think. singer. Is he? Leon is a real singer. Mm. Like, that's why niggas went by Leon. He was a singer before he was an actor. Okay. It's just, you know, he hopped in the movies. I remember Leon from fucking above the rim. Yo, Shep. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah what yeah, we yeah. playing for? We playing for boonks, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm screaming. <laughs> we playing for boonks. You David Ruffin for me first. David Ruffin? Dave Ruff. Oh, guess I won't be there then. I know y'all want to leave me. <laughs> and I refuse <laughs> to let you go. That nigga stunning on the niggas. Yeah, at least. He stunning on the niggas. Leon was one of them niggas, man. Like, yeah, man. I want to Leon that. Shit. Last time I saw him, he was on an episode of uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta or some shit. He was a housewife? His baby mama is a housewife. Uh, yeah. Which one? You remember? I can't think of her I name. Don't, I wonder what the fuck she was. <laughs> I, I can't I think of her name. Bro. All right, man. So, um, we got a little bit of good news this week. Um, You know, uh, George Floyd's murder. Was um, convicted of murder. Lovely day. After being Lovely caught day. murdering him on camera. Lovely day. It's a wild, wild headline, right? A murderer is convicted of murder. A murderer is convicted, convicted of, murder of murder after murder was seen on video. Mm. Nuts. Lovely day, man. How'd you feel? You hurt? Um, I don't know. I you know I dropped a couple of tears, man. Yeah. Um, it's very emotional. I was keeping up with the trial. I say for about. I kind of fell off within like the last week or so, but mm-hmm. you know when the trial first began, I was up to date with everything, just kind of hearing both sides, just wanting to see how the defense would try to spin it, and yeah. I knew it'd be ugly, and it got to the point where they were talking about the carbon monoxide from the exhaust and everything. I was like, these <laughs> niggas really have nothing, just reaching. Yeah, at that point they're reaching, but um, like I said, tears of joy. First thing that I did though, and 
this was kind of important to me. I called my mom. Yeah. And the reason I called her was because when George was on the ground, he was calling for his mother. He didn't get an answer. So I felt like, you know, it it just kind of weighed on my spirit. Like, I have to call my mom. I have to call her. And we talked. We cried together. And she was like, you know, this, you know, this is just a start. And I kind of explained to her, I was like, you know, it's just, it's to the point where we look forward to winning these type of victories and it shouldn't be this way. And that's what scares me the most that we settle for verdicts versus then versus life. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah. Um, I agree. And you know, for me, man, um, I was actually on my way home from work. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're just listening to, uh, actually I had it playing on my phone. Um, I okay. was, was kind of watching, following on my phone after I left the office. Um, and I did the same thing. I called my mom, but didn't think about it in the way you said, but I just called her, man. Just, mm-hmm. you know, and we kind of talking. Um, I did feel kind of, you know, the, my eyes started leaking. Felt overwhelmed. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. Just because it was a range of emotions. It was first relief, you know, uh, because honestly, they could have said not guilty. Mm-hmm. And I've become so numb to it. It wouldn't bother you. It, like, it wouldn't bother me. Like, I don't know. Okay. But you know, I'm I'm trying watching. They you know go through the first count, guilty. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit! But I'm thinking the next count is not guilty. Mm-hmm. Second count, guilty. Wait. Third count, guilty. Oh shit. <laughs> fuck this going is crazy on. What the fuck is You know Cause right. this is This is new territory for us mm-hmm. You know what I mean I think that You know people kind of You know Compared it to You know OJ and shit And I wasn't around for OJ You know I don't fucking know I, yeah. I don't compare it Because these are two different things And OJ did it mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> But at the end of the day man it, it was a relief to see um, You know Just that If you think about a kid Growing up you know, 13, 14, 12, mm-hmm. and seeing that a young black kid is seeing this, young black boy is seeing this, and you watch people get off. Well, we're young black, period. Right. Because, you know, we got people like Breonna Taylor as well, you know. Um, it was definitely overwhelming um, relief. I agreed with the people that were saying that it wasn't justice because it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, because no matter what they do, they can't, can't bring, bring them back. back. Can't bring them back. And and that was a murder. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that was a murder. Now, do I believe that he woke up that morning saying, I'm going to kill me a nigga? No. No. But I think that his disregard for that black life is what led to that murder. Once he was in that moment, he was there. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's no turning back. And he did. He and, and literally that. Just the picture of him with his knee on George's neck, man, is literally like what we feel they feel about us. Because just a disregard for mm-hmm. human life, mm-hmm. a black life. It kind of gave a visual of you did, yeah, you the pain care. that we feel on you a day to day basis. Like, yeah, so you wake up with a knee on your neck. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about it being a, a, a blessing to make it home and. It sounds like hyperbole, right? Like it sounds like something we just kind of say, right? But it's true. It's true. Like, and the fact that a situation like Breonna Taylor 
shows you that even making it home ain't enough sometimes. Right. You know, they, nah, that's not enough. You know, they'll knock in wrong house. You know what I mean? Well, I you, thought this was apartment six. Yeah. I mean, I think about, you know, um, I take my gun with me if I'm going around the corner late night, may go to Parker's, you know, maybe can't sleep, pick up a little snack, whatever. All right. Um, my gun on me. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be a thing. I shouldn't feel like I need that. And it's not for us. It's not because I'm scared of what's going to happen to me if I see a black face. Right. It's, damn, what if, you know, some white boys on the, you know what I mean, on the pickup truck. Bullshit. On some bullshit, see one, you know what I mean, see a nigga walking there want to fuck with him. Right. That's what. So, and it's funny because we look at the fear that they claim to have of us because of what they've turned us into. Look at what we expect when we going to get a snack, though, man. That's yeah. And you think about just the, the, the clutching of the purse when we walk by. Right. And the crossing the street. We more scared it's, we're more scared of them is than they are of us. Well, have we um cause I, I tend to do this at times, man. I mm-hmm. kinda make it seem like I am more afraid of, you know, not knowing what they'll do. So like in the elevator, like you know, if a white lady comes in, I kinda turn like yeah. oh, shit like yeah, yeah, and yeah. and, and that kind of throws them off. It fucks them it up. Does, yeah. It fucks them up. He was like, "Damn, nigga, you you beat me to it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you scared too? All right, yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm now like, we just some scared motherfuckers exactly. in the elevator. Both are too scared it's all about sometimes giving them a dose of their own medicine. It is just to kind of let them know, yo, we know what y'all be doing. It is, man. Um, so, uh, you know, definitely excited about George. I don't know if you saw um, Lil Boosie's comment. I didn't. Uh, he said that um, that uh, the murderer, because I don't even want to say his name, mm-hmm. um, is lucky that he's not locked up in Louisiana and followed that with some eggplant emojis. <laughs> <laughs> but the crazy thing is, is that Boosie was locked up in Louisiana, so... That's a fact. fuck is he saying? Let me to two points. One, that Boosie, like Ray J has... Booty warriors. Yeah, 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 yeah. The booty gang. Two, this leads to my point that I made when he called HR that R. Kelly has to be part of Trail Fam. <laughs> he has to be. R. Kelly's in Trail Fam. He, it, it all makes sense. Why R. Kelly revisit Because I want you to understand why I said what I said. Yeah, I thought you was about to get into a series. R. Kelly's in Trill Fam, man. Like we got he he part of Trill Fam. Oh my God. Give man. me that. Give me that. Was written by R. Kelly. And I could probably go through the list. Probably set it off. Was written by R. Kelly too. Um what other song R. Kelly probably wrote? Uh, my nigga. Uh what's it? What's it? Distant Lover? Wanna fuck it every day, day. touching every, every way, way, but, but she, she stays so many miles away. Miles away. <laughs> Come this on, lover. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Just change the words a little bit. But she stay with her daddy. An eighth lover. Come on, man. Kells. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You got it. You got it. He, yeah. Trill fam. I'm about to say, because I'll do it again. Trill fam. You know you want a girl to like you. I've seen that shit every time. Huh. Oh, be my one God, of the chosen few. Huh? 
It's going nuts, dog. I'm chilling. I'm just chilling. trying to. All right. I, I, but I, I say this, man, yeah. on a serious note. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing that I was upset about as far as the trial mm-hmm. was that um he had that face mask on. You couldn't see. You know that little pie face white people make? Like when they, oh, yeah, when when they, they stressed die. out and shit. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. kind of. They want to poke their lips up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really I want I, to see that pie face so yeah, bad. Man, man. Yeah. I take comfort in the fact that he'll never be comfortable. Ever again. Ever again. Ever You're again. locked up with the people that, because, you know, they That was, you put away. Yeah, and they say he had a lot of complaints. Oh, leading up. yeah. Like, and it's just wild because you think about the fact they said he had a lot of complaints, yet he was a training officer. And how those two go hand in hand. It's so many common sense nuggets in this shit that just. That common sense not being common. So many red flags. And just ignored every last one of them. So many red flags. Every last one that, you know, um, you know, I was happy uh, just just looking shit up, man. You know that his wife divorced him after everything went down, and she walked away with seven hundred bands. What? Uh, yeah, wife. His wife was a um, for like this uh, emotional whatever distress or some it was shit. whatever however she worded it she walked away with 700 racks i think he kept they say he kept like two bands 200 he kept 200 he kept 200 he got 200 she got seven hmm. so she used to do like beauty pageants or whatever but, oh okay, okay but she got the bread i mean that's what she walked away with from there you think she knew what type of person he was behind closed doors <sighs> i think that was you think, think she was in a position where she was looking for an out and this was I think kind that of the push. they can cover it. And what right. they say behind closed doors is different than what they show. What they show. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that he was outwardly racist. I don't think that he showed it. I don't think so. If she didn't, maybe she knew he had some ill will or he spoke of black people a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know. Just from his experience that he had. Yeah, probably said catchphrases, you know, animals and monkeys and that right. kind of shit. But I don't know if she knew because again, yeah, because you know, I honestly I feel like I feel like there's uh I'm trying to find the right way to word this. I feel like there's a a, a difference in what a racist is and almost what he was. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he was racist. I just think he didn't give a fuck about black people. So I think bigot. it was, a, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, bigot. like you just didn't care mm-hmm. about this black, like you didn't care. I don't know if he ran around calling them little black people niggas and all that, I don't know. But I truly believe that this was just another nigga that I'm dealing with today. Right. That I fuck with, I fuck with y'all all the time. I know, I know what I you know, guys I are know, all about. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. I know what you guys are all about. Yeah. You know, that, that whole spill that we've all heard and got, you know, before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always you people. It's always you people. You're always blaming the man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that, them type of people, man. And I think that he, <clears throat> again, he just showed in that moment that he did not care. People asking simple questions. Can you please just check his post? Right. Won't do it. You got firefighters. You got paramedics. Like, and then who, you got a you got a nigga screaming at you too. So that kind of set him off. As right. Well. Yeah. So like, oh yeah, that's how you feel. I'm not moving. Watch this. You come move me. That type shit. You come move me. Him pulling out the maze, shaking it up. Yeah. I dare. I dare yeah, you. I dare you. I dare you. I'm dealing with him, and I deal with you too. So I'm. I'm gonna ask you this because yeah. uh, 
one of the witnesses that was present when all of this was going down um was a minor nine-year-old girl mm-hmm. and uh she gave her testimony yeah of what she saw what she heard um they're saying that she can play a critical part in the sentencing mm-hmm. because she she witnessed it and she's underage so yeah um what do you think the max sentence should be for him 40 40 from what i read that's what the max should be and it should be 40 i think that um just they walk through what happened next <clears throat> what happens next you know after he's remanded to custody mm-hmm. um, which is basically kind of meets with what would be not necessarily but what basically would be a, a probation officer Okay. And they'll speak with you and interview you. And they do that before sentencing to see what kind of person are we dealing with. Where where he is mentally. Yeah. Like, are you the type of person who we feel like, are you remorseful? Do you see what you did wrong? Do you feel like you did anything wrong? Like, what kind of criminal are you? Right. Um, Realistically, there's a chance he gets a minor sentence because it's the first time. Well, first time offender, you're a police Mm -hmm. officer. But also, you know, there's a chance that you don't because of how egregious what you did was. Right. You know, I mean, you literally committed a murder on camera. Um, the only thing, only reason why it wasn't the first degree was that it wasn't pre. You didn't, you, you know, didn't wake think up about with it. that shit. Yeah, it wasn't premeditated. <clears throat> so, um, I think that a point is going to be. I think a point needs to be made. I think that this being, you know, and I said this um that. And I said it jokingly, mm-hmm. but one of those jokes that are kind of serious at the same time. And I say that jury deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. You said what? I say that the jury deserves a a Nobel Peace Prize. That hmm. jury, they do. And and I, and I said it as a joke, and somebody like, oh, whoa, whoa. No. And I thought about. It. I said, you know what? Nah, like that ass because they did something. Literally, yeah. The first police officer convicted in that state. Was they made him. history. They made history. They made history. And they stood up and did that. Like that takes. Because you, first of all, a jury is a group of your peers. Right. These aren't people that are busting in from California and Arizona and Georgia and Florida. This no, no, people no. that you live amongst. You live in that community. You mm-hmm. don't think those officers know who that jury was. Right. You don't think there could possibly be some type of retribution, Pressure. some kind of repercussions mm-hmm. coming from that? Yeah. You know, that's a strong stance they had to take. You want to hear some, um, and I don't want to get away from... Uh, this trial too yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Um, the Texas trial with the uh, the police officer, the lady that went into the wrong apartment. Both of both them, Jean. Both of Jean. One of the witnesses yeah. that stayed across the hall from him, mm-hmm. he testified. Yeah. The entire time he was on the stand, like he was jerked up in tears, right? Yeah. Tell me why he got killed. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know it's... <laughs> oh, it's a fact. Is this it's a fact. <laughs> it's what it is. And... Even, That's wild. You know, in 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 again, just like you said, I don't want to go too far away from George, but just from that point, the officer that came, remember the black lady who came and fixed her hair and all that and hung, you know. Right. That's telling you what she meant to them. Right, right, of course. You know what I mean? So yeah, him popping up dead, yeah. And then they tried to make it seem like it was a drug deal. Going of course. Back. Come of course. on, man. Of course. Of course. Who y'all doing this to? Of course. Like, same way, same way Irene died in the car accident on a snowfall, right? So Teddy killed uh, that witness for the Botham Jane uh, trial. It was Teddy. It was Teddy. T-Mac. God damn. Strikes again. 
T-Mac Strikes Back. Fuck. So, yeah, man. So, but, it, you know, that's a big thing, man. Testifying against police is, again, we it's always suicide. we always say the police is the what? The biggest know. gang in the world. Oh, yeah, the biggest gang? Biggest okay. gang in the world. I was just I was about to say pigs yeah, or some yeah, shit yeah, like that. Shit. Yeah, they're that too. But <laughs> and you know, and I want to say, man, I'm not anti-police. No, no, because no. I have a lot. I mean, and I hate saying it because it sounds like I have black. It sounds like when white people say I, I have got black, black friends, friends too. But yeah. law enforcement is in the family. Yeah, it is in the family. Yeah. You know, law enforcement extends to military, and I spoke about that before. Mm-hmm. But so I'm not anti-police. I am anti. The way they're trained. Um, uh, Snoop Dogg brought this up about how they're trained in LA County. Mm-hmm. And they actually spend, and I'll probably get this number wrong, but I'll, I'll just give a good round number of three months, right? So say you wanna be a cop in LA County, Los Angeles, right? You have to spend three months in a prison. Have I ever spent three months no, in no, a prison? No, 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 I'm saying you have to spend three months in a prison. Okay. If you wanna be a, po- a cop, part of your training, before you hit the streets, mm-hmm. it's three months in a county jail, in mm. L.A. County jail, before you hit the streets. Okay. What does that do? You're oh. in You're in. You're amongst, jail. You're amongst criminals. You're amongst quote-unquote criminals, mm-hmm. right? You're learning the lingo. You learn how to behave. Like you learn how to behave. Mm-hmm. You also learn how to de-escalate. You learn how to. Okay. Because how many prison shootings do you hear about? None. Right, because you're de-escalating. Mm-hmm. You have to. You don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. They're not shooting niggas in jail. You know what? You have a... Uh, so, you take those people trained that way. Mm-hmm. And then after you go through these three months, now you're on the streets. You ever plug into that show, uh, 60 Days In? I've heard about it. I haven't watched it. Right, it's like uh, people off the street, they just check themselves into like a, a prison or whatever. <laughs> the fuck? It's wild as fuck. Yeah. But I think in one of the episodes, one of the guys was actually training to be a cop. Mm-hmm. So he was like, he just wanted to kind of get the experience of uh, what it's like to be amongst criminals and things. So it's not out of the realm. I can see something like that actually going down. And I it think, will help. Yeah, I think it, it will I help. Think to me, and obviously, <clears throat> I don't know when this happened. Um, you know, in L.A., obviously, you got a Rodney King shooting, but, oh, well, I'm sorry, Rodney King, uh, you know, beating, but um, I think that that could help. I was like, damn, you, sh- you shot Rodney, my nigga. You done shot Rodney. <laughs> but I think he can help, man, because, again, you're amongst the kind of people you're going to be dealing with mm-hmm. daily. And you're learning how to de-escalate. You're learning, you know, use of force. You're learning all these things, you know. And um, to me, maybe that'll help. Because, again, I'm totally against, and we'll get into it kind of with this next topic, you mm-hmm. know, use of force and what's necessary and what's not. Right. Um, you know, obviously, you know, he didn't use a weapon to kill George Floyd. No. But we see weapons pulled and used very freely in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. Not all. Because we've seen all we've seen white males with weapons and they've used them get led away peacefully. Right. You know. Dylan Roof shot up a char- uh, shot up a church in Charleston. Charleston. And was taking Burger King. Yeah, took him to Burger King. You know, he had the rifle on him. And at no point did y'all even think, you know, this might be dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Y'all found a way to uh, talk him down. Yeah. Subdue him. And I'm sure he said he was hungry in like the weirdest way. I'm hungry. I could really go for a fucking whopper. 
Okay, bud. <laughs> shit, me too, pal. <laughs> Thought you never fucking ask, huh? You feel me? Like, what kind of shit is that? So, what type of world do we live in, man? Shit, I fucked up with. Right. We knew that. Um. So yeah. Uh. So in speaking of use of use of force, man. Um. Uh. Micaiah. Micaiah Bryant. Micaiah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, man. Uh, was it 15 or 16? Is it 15? I'm still not clear. I keep hearing, I'm hearing two both. separate things. I'm hearing both. Yeah. Um, either way, a baby. Uh, regardless, she was a baby. Um, was uh, shot and killed by an officer in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Um, literally, I, just looking at the time, it happened while George Floyd's yeah. verdict was being read. Like 30 Ironically. minutes apart, right? Yeah. Well, we found out, but, you mm-hmm. know, it happened as it was being read. Yikes. It was about 4.45 when, you know, around there, you know, maybe 15 minutes later, whatever. Anyway, whatever time it was, um, she shot and killed by a police officer um, in Columbus. After she, um, I guess, called the police? After she called. And details are still blurry. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there's no been, there's no, hasn't been a set story because I was hearing at first that, Police were called, and it took 45 minutes to get there. Mm-hmm. Then I saw a police timeline saying the call was made at a certain time. Police showed up 13 minutes later. Mm. Um, so what that time is... You know how niggas are with time. Oh, of course, always <laughs> late. Always late. Uh, here we go. <laughs> and uh, here we go. The police lay out a timeline of the incident, starting with the initial 911 call at 432. Officers were then dispatched at 435 with the first officers arriving at 444. Mm. So 12 minutes, which, you know, I guess that's a decent, you know. In a black neighborhood? I don't know what kind of neighborhood that was. Now. I don't want to say it's a black neighborhood. But whatever kind of neighborhood it was. Because, you know, that's, that's, that's phenomenal. You know, honest. let's be honest. Them boys show up. If you call them a black neighborhood, they damn sure pull up. They be there quick. I've seen it. Them motherfuckers get there. Yeah. Um, the story um, that I've heard was mm-hmm. that uh, some young ladies showed up to her, her home um, to fight. Right. And in that, a police and 911 call was made. Hey, some girls inside are trying to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I need an officer here, blah, 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 whatever. Um, she, a knife is brought out at some point. Um, and she, the police officer comes comes there. Police officer pulls up, knife is out. She's attacking one girl. Uh, girl's on the ground. Then she then tries to attack another girl. Knife out, and the cop shoots her four times in the chest. Yikes! Where are we at with it? Um, have you seen the video? First of all, I saw two separate videos. The first video that I saw, it was posted on. Um, I would say a source on Instagram. Uh, I'm not going to put his name out there, but he was basically saying, "Here we go again. We're not even outside of a." Uh, 24 hours of having a verdict as far as uh, the George Floyd killing and mm-hmm. we're dealing with this again. Uh, the video that he posted was actually like a Facebook live uh, video yeah. and it was a girl out there that was recording. This was the aftermath. So all we saw at this point was uh, uh, her body laying on the ground. All you saw was her feet and you saw the cops standing over her. Right. So automatically it puts you in the mindset of God damn it. Like, we take a step forward and we take three steps backwards because right. here we go again. Right. So I went to bed feeling like exactly like that. 
Right. By the time I get to work, more videos start to surface, and I'm on YouTube. So that's when the body cam came out. Mm-hmm. And we actually see how it played out. Right. So you ask me where I stand. Um, The cop, he, sh- he did what he had to do. Okay. And I don't want to say that and sound cold because no one, like, she shouldn't have lost her life, but Correct. he played it out to the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. He accessed it. He accessed the entire situation mm-hmm. uh, according to how it played out. Right. Now, from what I saw, you said um, when he walked out of the car, he approached another vehicle, and it was a girl standing. She had on pink. So the first thing he said was, like, what's going on? What's the problem? Before she could even say shit, it went haywire. It got right. stupid out went there. Nuts. You saw uh, Michaela, Makai, you saw her storming another girl. Yep. But it wasn't only her. It was a guy that was yep. with her. Yep. And we'll get to him. And yep. they beating the shit out of this girl. Right. Like, she drops. He kicks her in the face. Kicks her in the fucking face, man. Right. Which is one, but I'll, yeah, I'll let you Kicks know. her in the face, right? Yep. Next thing you know, because you see the body camera shifting. Yep. So you see him looking at this. You see his gun drawn. Right. And at the same time, he's still giving command. Stand down, stand down. You know, everybody, you know, tighten right. the fuck up, basically. Before he can even make judgment on what to do with this guy. Right. He looks over and he sees Micaiah going right. after the girl with the pink. Yep. You see her arm, like, lodge back like she's about to jugger. Yep. He had to make a choice. Like, what do, you, what do you yep. want him to do? Uh, what do you expect in that situation? Do you want him to run up and try to, you know, tackle her or right? do you want him to wait to see if she's really going to stab her or, or do you make a, a swift decision? Right. Um, <clears throat> I'm with you. Okay. Um, here we are, y'all. Here we are. <laughs> We're here. We're here. You know, people wait on that pod. This is that episode. All right. Um, let me start first by saying she did not deserve to die. No. She not deserve to die, first of all. Second of all, we talked about something in the prior episode about code in survival mm. and how it's important to make it home. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she, I feel like Micaiah was failed on a lot of different levels. It says she was a foster, uh, she was in foster, in foster care, right? Right. So her foster parents failed her. Therefore, the state failed her. Hmm. Um, the adults in that situation failed her. Every adult around failed her. Um, the police also also failed her. But mm-hmm. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, so in my, my take, my understanding is the same as you. And I don't have to personalize. I don't have to say if this is my sister or my mother or my cousin involved or niece I don't have to personalize that to justify it. She was attacking someone and trying to kill them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because she has a weapon. She has a knife. A knife. Now, there's a lot of different steps that happen here, right, that I looked at. One, they called the police, right, on on these girls. It took 12 minutes for them to get there. Okay. Now, in those 12 minutes, when did the knife... Get, when did it happen? Were you just walking around the knife? I mean, I mean, Jason Voorhees, you just walking around the knife. I mean, right. was you know? So, oh, you went to go get the knife. Ah, interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. So they were outside, but 
and you, you felt threatened. I get it. I understand. But you went inside to get a knife. Now, once you went inside, you're safe. Right. Stay Why are you inside. back outside? Stay, Stay your ass inside. inside. Stay your ass inside. So that's one. Um, because we, we, us as a people, we have to take accountability for our shit first and foremost. Right. This is our shit. This isn't George Floyd. And people want to kind of draw parallels. And this isn't George Floyd. This is a completely different Two separate situation. situations. This is someone, regardless of age, who was out of, you know, you're out of control. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to speak ill of the dead. I don't. But in this situation, you're out of control. And like you, when you walk through and you, you put, you, you, you walk through that whole situation very well, you know, especially from the point of view of the cop. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You know, people say, oh, you should have tased her. Well, watch the video and see how fast everything happened. Right? Okay. I, I, and I, I, I kind of get some pushback to people saying that um, he should have tased old girl. I've seen niggas eat tasers. It's a fact. Eat them. Like, nigga, that's all you got? That's a fact. Had he tased her, right? It mm-hmm. didn't phase her. Now she turns around. She's aggravated with him now because... She just got tased. Yep. Knife still in her hand. Yep. Now what is he supposed to do? Exactly. And this would also be after she stabbed old girl. True. Because if the taser didn't affect her, she got she's that still, off. She's still jugging. And then what happened? Now you put your gun out? So now we got two bodies. Two. You know, it's so, it's, 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 un, and I understand it's a sensitive topic. You know, it's, it's, when we're, yeah, when we're, squirmish. It's really it's, squirmish. Yeah, it, you know, it's uncomfortable for me to even talk about because, you know, this is a this is a baby. Mm-hmm. 15 years old. This is a child. You didn't deserve to die. But I'm looking at, you know, that and I spoke to saying that the adults around Felder. There's a, a 40-year-old man that's there. Right. When she came running out, she ran over a young lady in pink. Mm-hmm. Um, who then he turned around and kicked her in the face. Right. Now, after this is police officer body can't pick this up. So cop is seeing all this. Catches did, everything. Catches everything. Then you see her run at the other girl with a knife. After she's shot, the guy says, Yo, that's a fucking kid. What the fuck is wrong with you? But when you kicked, when you helped right. this. You set the vibe, G. Yeah, like She's following you. And this you. is a 40-year-old man, right? Right. And you're saying, you know, so you said this. Like, you're seeing this happen. You're you're actively participating in it, right? Because the same way he shot her, mm-hmm. when you kicked that other girl in the face, what if he turned and shot? You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot that could happen in this. You Not know, only that, how is he supposed to know that she's a kid? Exactly. You didn't. He didn't have time to assess. Yeah, there's nothing saying. And and honestly, honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. But you're right. He doesn't. He has no way to know his kid. Mm -hmm. So, man, I just look at like, you know, we got to look at what we did because it's dangerous. It's a dangerous rhetoric because Mm -hmm. if we're looking in a situation like this and can say with a straight face and a clear mind that. No, no, no. That cop was completely wrong. Yeah. And we can look at them and say that. I can't say it in this case. Then we don't have a leg to stand on when George Floyd happens. Right. Or Tamir Rice happens. Because we're 
we're saying no matter what we do, you shouldn't shoot. You shouldn't do whatever. Now, what I agree with is that he shouldn't have shot to kill. And I feel like that's part of the training the police get that needs to be tweaked. Shot in the leg, whatever. Leg shot. Whatever. I've seen even someone say they should use rubber bullets because mm. them motherfuckers hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Enough to stop somebody. And once niggas hear pop, 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 they don't know what's coming They up. don't know what's coming. So they you know probably I mean? going to disperse. Yeah. Because first thing, I looked at the video, first thing old girl in pink did when she heard them shots, she got the fuck on. Like she moved, out she maneuvered out mm-hmm. and she took up. Yeah. She you took know, up. So it's just, it's again, man, it's tough for me because, you know, I saw, I also, and I've kind of been, you know, scouring social media, just looking at what the people are saying. Right. Um, and I saw a lot of, when you were 15, what did you do? What would you have done if, you know, people were outside of your house and wanted to fight you? Mm-hmm. Right? And they say, because a lot of y'all are acting like y'all didn't fight back then. And we know y'all. We know y'all fought. Oh, we fought. We just. Cool. We fought. We fought differently. <laughs> we fought. We fought. There's a lot of different things we did. Yeah. One, we fought. Let's say you outside my house. I'm going to fight you. But there's a reason for that. One, because you're outside of my house. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking about my family. That's number one. Yeah. But number two, you know what I wasn't doing? What's that? Calling the police. That is true. So, yeah, I might have fought when I was 15, sure, but I didn't call the police. That is true. So now it's almost like pick a side. You got to pick a side. If I'm calling the police on you. I'm not going to call the police because you want to fight me. And then when the police arrive, I'm not going to come out and like, it's kind of. It's nuts, and you and I that, know where you're going with it. This shit is wild, and it's man. hard, to, you know, because it's like it's so many different layers to this, and it's like, yes, okay, cool. So you go call the police, and then when they show up, you still want to take this in your own hands. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Why the fuck did you call them? If I, that's what you want to do, and I promise you, I promise you, y'all, we are not caping for no, this no, police no, officer. No, no, we are no, not, no. but no. it's just when you put everything out on the table and you look mm-hmm. at this video, it's just evident that. It is what it is sometimes. And I see a lot of people saying, well, uh, he he knew what he wanted to do. He knew he was going to, you know, he knew he was going to shoot. He knew he was, he wanted to kill that girl. And it's like, you literally see him watching a dude kick a girl in the fucking face. And he didn't pull his gun on him. He was trying to assess everything that was fucking going on. If he wanted to kill somebody, if he wanted to shoot somebody, he could have shot old boy right then and there. Right or wrong. Right or wrong, it nah, could have happened. Right, it right. could have happened. Absolutely. If he if he was one of those if he was one of those cops that just trigger happy, yeah, you know, easy. Like you said, he. I think about him walking into the situation. You assess what's going on. Right. Okay. Cool. What's he? He asked, "What's going on?" He said in a calm voice, "Yo, what's going on?" Mm-hmm. And you see her just come flying out. What the fuck? Oh wait, was that? Is that a knife? Oh shit, that's a knife in the hand. Right. Oh fuck, she's about to stab her. Pop pop pop. And it's literally that quick. That quick. It's that quick. You don't have time to say, oh, maybe I should get my taser because if I shoot her, then no, my job is to preserve life. That's just, Now, sure, a life was lost. But a and life I, was and, saved. And my heart is broken for that life is lost. It is. It truly is broken. I have a question. Yeah. Um. Had the cops not been called, right? Yep. Or they didn't make it there in time, right? Right. She got a hold of the old girl with the pink on, right? Right. Jugged her up. Yep. Are we still protesting? Of course not. 
And that's the fucked up part. Uh, of course not. That's the fucked up part. Of course Why not. Why aren't we protesting? We don't care about, and, and it's like, I don't agree that anybody, black, white, green, yellow, pink, purple, or blue, should have the right to run wild. Right. Like that. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to use words like, you know, I don't want to make it, you know, I don't want to dehumanize, de- dehumanize, dehumanize her. I'm not, but what I'm saying is if I'm in any situation where, let's say, okay, she attacks the girl with a knife and the girl has a gun. Hmm. She pulls the gun out and kills her. What hmm. do we say? Shit, should have had a damn knife. Damn. Should have had don't, a knife. What's, what's, what's the uh, quote? Don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Don't bring a knife to a gunfight. It's going to be plenty of that shit. Yeah. Right? But the fact that it was a police officer who did it. It would have been issue. on. It would have been on World Star. It been on World. We've seen it on World Star. <laughs> it would have been on World we've Star. We've seen it on World. Little baby killed. Not little baby. I'm sorry. Oh shit. The baby mm-hmm. killed the nigga in Walmart in Charlotte, and niggas was cool, and we understood it because you're defending your family. The nigga got a multi-million deal. Right, and we were, we accepted it because you were defending your family. We didn't give a fuck about what that nigga name was, who he killed. None of that shit. We don't care what kind of family he had. We don't care about nothing besides the fact that, yo. Baby fuck, dropped the nigga. Baby dropped the nigga. That nigga real. Nigga live his shit. Nigga a killer. Mm-hmm. Right? So. Um, Vlad interview. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I shot that nigga. Yeah, I shot that nigga. I was in that house. I looked to the left. Pulled his mask off. It's like, oh shit, I know you nigga. Fuck. <laughs> Shot his ass again. We need some boy. Drops on this bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So again, man, uh, just to, you know, to to kind of wrap this, man. Um You know what they're gonna say, bro. We a part of the problem. Of course. I've seen it already. I saw, you know, well. Y'all were just against the police, and now y'all with them. Y'all are part of the problem. No, we're realists. No, we're, not. we're realists. We're actually part of the solution. Yeah, we're part of the solution. We're, because I don't want in any circumstance in. I never in my life do I remember a fight where we called police, and I'll keep saying that. Because that's a very, very important detail. Because as soon as the police are called, all bets are off. It's bi- it's, it's bigger over. than the fight now. It is over with. Somebody fight, getting locked up. When we were growing up, if we were doing anything, and someone said, I'm going to call the police, what we do? Shit. We got the fuck out of there. Either that or we beating your ass up before you can get to the phone to call the police. But even, even then, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> one or the other. But the point of the matter is, if the police are involved, yo, I'm out. Right. It's over with. Mm-hmm. Right? This is done. I'm not... If you call the police, you are now saying that I'm take Like, I'm, I'm not dealing with this shit. I want them to deal with you. Right. So, it's almost a situation where... So you, you know what I mean? You beating on somebody's ass, right? And they come break it up. And they holding you back. And then the person you was fighting comes and then... Snuff you. Yeah. Get you clean. Yeah, what right. the fuck? This nigga broke it up. It's done. Now, yeah. you got your help you need it, right? But now you want to... It's the same concept. You know what I mean? And yes, I, I know what people going to say. 
Oh, we can't call the police? No, we can call the police. But what I'm saying is if you do call the police, then it's time to let tap the out. fucking police be the fucking police. Right. It's time because to tap I out. guarantee if you put if you call the police and he walked up and showed up, said what's going on, and y'all said they trying to jump her. They came here. The police we've seen this shit mm-hmm. a million different times. Mm-hmm. The one that I, I remember hearing this a million whoever doesn't live here needs to get the get fuck, the fuck out of on. here. Somebody gonna get hit with a noise ordinance or something like that. Noise ordinance. Who, yeah, somebody's gonna hit with some shit, whatever. But the first thing you're gonna hear is whoever doesn't need, like, depending on the cop. Time to a slide. cool cop. Yeah. Cool cop gonna say whoever don't live here need to get the fuck on. Y'all got one minute. Right. Bye. And that's it. And then he'll ask, is anybody hurt? Whatever. Do y'all wanna press charges? Do you know them? What's going on? Like that. But let's get them the fuck out of here. I got a family member. That's his first play. I'm calling the authorities. He don't give a fuck. And that's fair. That's <laughs> he don't fair. give a fuck. It'd that's be the fair. small situation. I'm calling the authorities. Hey, that's what y'all paying for. Yeah. That's how he rocked though. You pay their bills. I mean, that mean, you know, shit. So, uh, you know, then again, man, you know, rest in peace um, to her. You know, it's fucked up. But these think pieces, this just got to stop. Mm-hmm. Y'all hurting more than you're helping. Right. Because, again, if I'm on the other side of that, think about those conversations being had in police stations now. Like, fuck, no matter what we do. Can't win. So now they say we'll take our chances. Okay? Take your chances. Cool. As a police officer, how often has a police officer been actually charged with murder in a police shooting? What happened to the cop that killed Tamir Rice? Um, shit. Was he convicted? It's gonna be real quick. Was he convicted of killing? No, no. Man, I don't no. even think he got fired. Exactly. It's yeah. It's just yeah. Another payday, right? Right. Michael mm-hmm. Brown. Shit, nigga, chilling. Uh, Fernando Castile. Niggas chilling. So we have th- these are three, and I can go on and on and on and on and on and on. The Baltimore cops. The Baltimore cops. My man down in uh, Louisiana and Baton Rouge. Niggas are you, chilling. They are chilling. So if I say, if I as a cop say I'm gonna take my chances, those chances are pretty high. I can kill you and go home today. Right. I saw a clip where actually they had a uh, a former army lieutenant, and he was talking about shooting, and he was saying that after you beat. A suspect or you shoot a suspect he said to a man the cops that he's dealt with said they went home mm-hmm. and had the best sex of their life after just that rush that thrill oh and he that said adrenaline that, oh and he my said God. that and he said that this job doesn't have many perks so you take the ones you can get oh my god man. um and just it is recently resurfaced man and i'll try to see if i can actually find that clip oh actually i was just watching it um before we uh, started recording. So, you know, if you if you want to roll with that, if that's where we're going to take it, okay, I'll take my chances. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. And that's and not... And that's their mentality. And man. that's not where I want to go. That's not what I want for my me. That's not what I want for my people. You just got to be real, man. We can't... I mean, I know that it's... We take we take a lot of L's, but at the same time, some of the L's that we take are caused upon ourselves, yeah. and we have to come to terms with that. It's a lot of that, man. It's a lot of that. You know, it's it's not always always them. Yeah, it's not. And we y'all, I mean, we know that. I know we try to stick together. I know we try to say, oh, okay. It's kind of like we discipline each other when when company leave. Almost. That's a fact. Yep. 
keep that shit in the house. But sometimes when you but acting up in front of fucking company, go what you me. expect me to do? That's a fact. Like I gotta say this type I gotta of shit. Deal with you. I gotta say I this. I gotta deal with this right here and now. I gotta deal with you. And the other part is, you know, we can deal with each other on our own. If that's what we're gonna do, cool. Don't call company. Mm. Don't bring the people over here. Because mm. and they whoever invited the police there, and as soon as the police showed up, that situation should have been through. Yeah, done with. I'm not doing shit. I'm chilling. I'm doing everything to look as innocent as possible. I'm talking in my uh my I'm cold switching now. Cold switching. There hey we sir, go. listen. Had a situation, man, we was in college, right? Um, and it's actually happened multiple times. Um I wasn't there. Nah, you weren't there cool. for this one. <laughs> um and, and uh basically um situation happens in the house, police knock on the door. What's going on? Oh, I come to the door. What's up? Uh we had a noise complaint. I was like, uh Nah, nah. I said, well, I said my roommates kind of got into like a little argument, but ain't nothing. Everybody cool. I said, you see everybody in their room sleep, man. Everybody chilling. What's up? Mm-hmm. He said, oh, well, we 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 heard uh, reports of a gun or some gun talk. I was like, nah, man. We we can't even have guns in this apartment complex, man. It's like, right. all right, cool. Had another situation. Um, this was in Statesboro. That situation in Savannah. Same concept, and I'm dealing with the police. And actually, uh, one of the people they said, damn, we deal with the police kind of good. And they're like, that's actually kind of sad. Hmm. Because it was like, well, damn, you done dealt with them so much, you know what hmm. to do. You now, know, right? you, yeah. But the point being is, when they showed up, I moved a certain way, and it was a survival tactic of, let me get them the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever I need to do to get y'all the fuck out of our face, I'm going to do it. What I need to say, what I need to do. Huh? What you need? Nah, look, everything cool. We good. Look. And and that goes back to the conversation we had about having a survival pack when you're dealing with the police. Mm-hmm. Just know, knowing how to speak their lingo. That's a fact. Knowing that what's going to appease them and things like that. That's Everybody needs that in their repertoire. I promise you they do. Need to learn. Maybe that's something that needs to be taught. Shit. You know, Even niggas out here trapping know how to move. It's a you fact. They know how to talk. Police ain't know. Man, they'll say, I know my rights. The real ones? I know. I know. They know how to move. I'll be home. I've I'll seen. Be home. <laughs> I'll be, yeah. I've seen. I'll be home. I ain't tripping. Police. They don't say a oh, word. Sh- Swat. Chill out. Sit right. down. I got, I got it. it. Cool. Cool out. Cool out. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We good. Don't worry about it. I got it. <laughs> How you doing? Glad officer? I know you, nigga. <laughs> right. Because I was ready to fucking. Yeah, I'm about to boogie, nigga. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, for one, again, heart goes out to her and her family. Um, you know, it's tough. You never want to see that. You hate to see that. No. Um, Imagine how that officer feels. Low? He got to. He's man. probably at one of his, you know, the lowest moments of his life. It's a lot of fear there. Yeah. Of what could happen next. And, you know, he's looking at it like, man, I was doing my fucking job. Like, right. what, what else could I have done? Like, what, you know? So, it's kind of like what you talked about um, in the viewing it from their standpoint of what's going on through your mind. What are you mm. thinking about? And watching, I you know, I don't, you know, I'll say trigger alert on this, you know, go back, watch the video if you can, if you can stomach it, um, mm-hmm. and just, just watch it. It's kind of eerie now because we just had that conversation about that movie and me seeing it from different vantage points. Yep. And now look where we at. We yep. get a different vantage point. Exactly. 
And it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You know? Let's yeah. go to a song, man. Please, yeah, let's man. go to let's a get song. Some music, man. God, rest in peace. Rest in yeah, peace. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, Makai. Uh, we Jesus. love you. Um, rest, you know, her family, you know, prayers to y'all. Um, and everybody involved, man. I mean, even the girls who came to Jumper, you know. Right. How are they feeling? Right. Know, it, it, so, rest in peace. Not rest in peace, I'm sorry. Thoughts and prayers to all involved, man. But let's get some music because this shit is rough. What you got? Talk to me. Oh, it's on me? Uh, let's get it. What I got Ooh, for you? Give me some more flavor. Shout out to Loose Neck Earl. Somebody hit me and asked me, man. Who's Loose Neck Earl? I told him <laughs> I the fucking business. We, hey, man. Maybe maybe we'll get Loose Neck on the phone one day, man. Let her maybe. talk her shit. We call it, we call it Loose Neck. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, this is what I got in the bag for y'all, yeah. man. This is uh, one of my favorite old school hits, bro. Like, okay. this is... um. When you dealing with one of them, um, you know what do they call them now? Them city girl type type <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, and you finally catch her doing some uh city girl type shit. Yeah, this is the response right here. So we are gonna go with uh Oran, the Juice Jones, the Rain. <laughs> some wild shit bro of course whenever you get a chance go back and listen to the end of the song like when he actually like she coming home he's like hey baby how you doing <laughs> how's your day going yeah i followed you today like this nigga's getting his shit off bro yeah. but if y'all i mean if y'all interested i know y'all fucking with the playlist so uh you know whenever y'all tap into it get it to yourself check that song out bro this nigga's hilarious dog we gonna throw some some extras on on the playlist too man oh yeah oh yeah some bonuses. oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's, some, it's some shit man it's some shit you know what i what i liked about that song man mm-hmm. that a lot of them records did is like just the, the that intro mm-hmm. that 
30 seconds of just, you know what I mean? Just vibing just, out. Yeah, like, just, mm-hmm. I ain't even gonna say let, nothing yet. Let that shit letting breathe. Letting it set in. Let that shit breathe real quick, man. That's what y'all. you got in like the 70s and 80s, yeah, man. But like, now, you get niggas like the baby. First thing first, 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 soon as stars, like, God damn, nigga. First thing first, I'm real ass nigga. You can't fuck with me. I'm like, yo, can I hit a beat? Can I hit a beat? Do that shit again. First thing first, 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 I'm real ass nigga. Let me tell you, I'm hitting them figures. I'm a motherfucking killer. As Walmart, I'm a, oh, I'm a fucking dope man. dealer. Niggas ain't fuck with me. I'm that guy. Shit, nigga, I'm so motherfucking high. Shit, I'm hitting that motherfucking sky. Y'all can't touch me. Huh, huh, shit, yeah. So, nigga, want some motherfucking bop in it. And I'm the realest chocolate nigga alive. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, man. No, nah, that's what he say. That's one of his drops. No, man. I know. I'm, I'm the realest <laughs> chocolate nigga alive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, enough of baby that. Baby on baby. Baby on <laughs> baby. So, what um, you got, man? Yeah, man. Yo, you got bars, though, for real. You heard that? I, I caught it. Come on, man. I caught it. Try to tell y'all. Off the top. You heard me? Going at they top off the it's top. Uh, more Gunshots. Tune, more tune for your head top. You know what I'm talking about? More shots. More shots. Boom, boom, boom. Made me get my reggae bag. All right, so. Yeah, that's going to be one. Trust me, that's on the list. Boomba clock. Welcome to Jam Rock. All right, so. um, I said earlier that one of the things I wanted to do was try to show that there's nothing new under the sun. And what I meant by that is we hear a lot of these records, man, and some of the fa- our favorite songs growing up is 90s Babies. And we don't really know where they came from. We think they're originals, right? So what I want to do is, is kind of tap into that, man. So it's kind of fitting with the song you played, man. You got caught cheating, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So now you're going through a breakup, right? Right. You know what I mean? That's one of the dopest things about the 60s, 70s, 80s. Ooh, it's just the boy. lyrics, you know what mm. I mean? What they said in this song. Niggas was begging hard back begging then, boy. Begging. Niggas and, and, and women as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. Barbara, this is Shirley. It's <laughs> <laughs> going through my man. We'll, you'll get that. Don't worry about it. All right, so <laughs> this is what we're going to do, man. We're going to once again talk into, uh, and actually it's funny, man, Um Cause your guy was a Jones, and these are the Jones girls. Jones girl. <laughs> yeah, man. So we'll go to uh, the Jones girls. Who can I run to?
So that was uh, the Jones girls. Yeah, Who can I run to? Might be one of my aunties. <laughs> it's possible. It might have been. I yeah. thought she was about to say you could run to one of your aunties. <laughs> no, nigga. Chill. Damn. Look at your aunties. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> uh, uh, Every uh. chance I take, God damn, I'm dropping it. Oh man! All right, man. So, um, one of the things that was announced recently was that uh, Vanessa Bryant and the Kobe Bryant estate yeah. would not be renewing their deal with Nike. Hmm. Um, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, pretty big deal. Um, how do you feel? Where you at with it? Um. I guess um, the direction that Nike was going in. Mm-hmm. And I think this possibly, this could have started while Kobe was still here. I heard it was, but I'll. Okay. Um, I'm thinking maybe, I think uh, like they had like a retirement pack for him yeah. as far as the shoes. And I think the shoes were limited. Yeah. How many pairs were released at a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And it couldn't have been in like, it could have left a bad taste in his mouth. So I yeah. think these decisions were possibly made while he was still here. And Vanessa is just fulfilling um, what he wanted. Cole was actually, um, it was confirmed actually that Cole was planning to step away from Nike hmm. and that he was going to start his own sneaker company uh, called Mamba. Mamba. And it was going to be a player owned sneaker company. So he was going to go into business with a few other players around the league. I can assume um, maybe some younger guys, um, and start his own company. Mm. Um, you know, kind of afford the players, buy the players type thing. Um, so I, I feel like it was already in the words. Obviously, Vanessa would have been privy to that information. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, was reading that Vanessa wasn't too happy about kind of what you spoke to, uh, with shoes being limited. Right. You know, um, I know one being the, uh, the Grinch, Kobe sneaker Christmas. Dropped. Yeah, the Christmas mm-hmm. sneaker. I uh, was limited and she said she was there working with Nike to try to get some more pairs out just because, you know, it's kind of, you know, Nike kind of um capping off his death a little bit, making it limited. Mm-hmm. Um you know, one thing we when we talked we talked about Lil Nas X and the uh the Satan shoe. Saint Center type shoe. Right, that shoe and and how, you know, at least I know I said it, I felt like they were against the shoe not because of morality, but because of the fact they weren't making money wasn't, from it. Yeah. Wasn't you know, their idea. And it was hurting the brand. Um, but they really don't care. Of course not. Um, and I felt like that was the same way with when when Kobe first died, they stopped selling Kobe gear. Mm-hmm. They pulled it all off. And they masked it as people were buying his shit for re to resell. And I feel like that was part of it. So I feel like that was a true, at least I feel like that was true. People were buying the shit to resell. Right. But I also feel like. Alternate agenda. The agenda was that let's pull this shit off because they making money off of our shit. Mm-hmm. They're reselling this shoe mm-hmm. that they're buying from us for $150 and they sell it for six $700. Mm-hmm. Now we can use our, we can get our PR team to spend this and make it look a certain way. But no, 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 no. We want control yeah. over every dollar spent on a Nike product. Let's pull it. Yeah. Put it back on, you know. Absolutely. We'll put it back up when we're ready. Right. And you then know. when we're ready, price is going to change. That's fact. We're going to drag the price Profit. up. Yeah. Profit. Now that, 150, that $150 shoe is not $200. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why. Y'all going to buy it? Yeah, don't ask me why. It's cool. That's just that's distasteful to me, though. 
It is. It's business. It's business. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, man, um, I guess at this point, we got to buy some Kobe's, man. Yeah, I got plenty. got to buy some Kobe's. You got plenty. I still haven't bought a pair. The thing is, his shoes, man, those shits are so hard. They are. And I'm always looking at them like, God damn, like I could do damage with these. Yeah. But I never bought a pair. I went on a run, man, where I just bought Kobe eights. Mm-hmm. I love the shoe. It was a low top, perfect for the summer, man. Storm them on some shorts. Yeah. You know, loosen the laces up a little bit. You and know, it's I the love, perfect cut. Yeah. You know, you know, I love my I love my kicks, man. I love my shoes. So, you know, you can rock over, you know, even even with your socks, you know, you know, you go with your cruise, your mm-hmm. your ankles, your no shows. However you want to do it, you can twerk it so many different ways. Niggas know? that wear no shows, talk about it. Bro, y'all should be castrated, bro. Y'all Talk some fucking weirdos. <laughs> like, for real. Yo, my pops <laughs> used to all... I ain't gonna tell you what he called people who wore no-shows. But I didn't wear no-shows ankle socks because of my dad. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you what he called them. I ain't gonna tell you what he called them because... This is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, I see where we going with this. But yo, You also man. say the same now. People who eat soft-shell tacos. <laughs> he also said the same <laughs> Y'all, y'all need to take a hard look in the mirror, bro. Yeah, if y'all walking that, around here showing your fucking ankles yeah, man. and your Achilles, why your ankle bone out? You know, little, little sir, why that bone out? Man? Jesus Christ! Cover bro. that shit up. You talking about that little ball? That yeah, <laughs> the ball. Cover that up. Then the shit be fucking ashy. Yeah, shit, always. You can never get that right. Oh my god! I can never get mine right. God damn! You know bro. what I'm saying? I, I got I'm three different colors, but that's some proud about yourself. That's yeah, all, man. I'm saying, be bro. a man. God damn! Cover your fucking put. What's your clothes <laughs> on, man? Have some pride. Should be shaking right here, butt I had naked. Butt ass naked. Yeah, butt naked. Fucking ankles showing. Nigga, that butt ass with your ankles out. <laughs> damn, grow up. Um, oh, speaking of business, man, uh, we talked about this a few episodes back. Going to kind of bring it back again, man. Uh, the Joe Budden podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to talk about the podcast itself. Uh, those who. Who were who know know obviously the breakup you know maybe they may get back together whatever that's not our business, but what is our business, um or at least a discussion point is whether or not Rory and Maul played themselves in doing this. Um and I don't want to highlight them in particular just this is a good example. Mm-hmm. Um they decided to walk away, and I feel like this is important to our generation because we're a generation that you know we have the I've seen a um. A lot of the hashtag fire my boss, hmm. right? As in, I'm I'm leaving this company. I'm walking away from this. Right. I'm not doing this. I'm chasing my passion. I'm chasing. I'm doing what I want to do. We're that generation, you know. We we can't be bought. Yeah. In essence, we're renegades. Um, we are. So we to are. Speak. Dollars don't necessarily always motivate us. Mm-hmm. Mainly you can't because hold this dollar over my head. Right. Mainly because our generation has found so many different avenues to make money that we don't really give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, money is fluid. It comes and goes. We'll always get that back. And that's a good thing. It's an amazing thing. It's a good thing. But it can also backfire. Yes, it can. Because there's the opportunity for you to overvalue yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? You can place value on what you deem to be a good or service that you provide that may not be as valuable to the marketplace you as you think. have to be realistic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is uh, into um, kind of break that down. This is... You walking away from a job that you don't like before you have another backup job. plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you don't have another income. You're in an emotional moment. You say, fuck it, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. 
in six months later you ain't got no job still. Uh prime example of that. Yep. <laughs> never mind. I'm gonna nah. Never mind. Never <laughs> all right. Mind. Never mind. I'm about to say all right. Yeah, I can't. Nah, I yeah, I'll say all right. Chatty patty. We yeah, know how that goes. Yeah, we got Chatty it. Patty. You know, so we'll keep it, keep everything anonymous. <laughs> so I'll ask this. Have they walked away from it permanently? I don't know. We don't know that yet. But I think in what they've done and to because mm. I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to be vague in this. Um, the podcast seems to be flourishing without them. It's called yeah. Spade Spade. It's running uh, smooth. It's, you know, it's running smooth. First few episodes were, were a little, you know, cause it was just different. It was weird. It different was voices, it was you know, there's a certain chemistry that can be created over five years mm-hmm. um, that just can't be duplicated um, easily. But I say this Joe got friends He does He, he got friends. friends And the you know The guys that they have On there now Ish um, You know I forget the other guys names, Ice Ice Yep They They've had You know Long term relationships as well That's a fact These people have been around So been around. So um, He's comfortable It's he, just the fans Aren't comfortable at Right Because it's different voices Yeah Different chemistry Different vibes You know I'm listening to episodes And I'm hearing Ish Calling Joe Mouse Right, and as a Joe Budden fan, I know where that comes from. Mm-hmm. But you know, you you would never hear that coming from Marla Rory. He's always been Joe for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't, you know, the, the 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 history of that. But um, I think in this certain in this particular situation, they may have devalued themselves, as I said before, mm-hmm. because the pod is running smoothly, is still entertaining, um, engaging, holding your attention for those two and a half three hours, um, mm-hmm. which is very very hard to do. Um, you know, I look at the numbers from our podcast and I can see how long people are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can t- attest to how, you know, hard it is to keep people's attention for longer than an hour. Of course. You know, um, so I say that to say, um, you know, in looking at this situation, if the pot is still flowing without you. You're in a bad spot, my you're friend. You're in a bad spot because when you come back to the table, if you decide to come back. What pieces do you now have? The negotiation is completely different now. Right. At one because it's at one point negotiations were in your hand because it was unknown how good this pod was mm-hmm. without you. Mm-hmm. Because the only time Roy was there from day one, Maul came in, you know, later on, but the pod wasn't it when Maul came in. Right. And then it grew to be this this big thing with all three, four of them together, you know. So uh, could this be intentional moves on Joe's part? Like, look, I can do this without y'all. I think it became that. I think he, I think he went through a state of shock. Hey, whenever y'all decide to come back, y'all, you know, that your chair is still here. That was the energy. But now it's like, mm, I lost. It, it went from that to I lost my co-host. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh well Shit I don't even hear the drops anymore Nope I do not Yikes Doesn't play the drops anymore Ish and uh, Ice have a drop They got a drop They got a drop uh, Came um, some, Someone made them drop It's actually fucking hilarious Oh you man go, yeah, It's actually funny as shit But yeah they got a drop now So And I don't think they have a drop in, in Joe I think Genuinely Joe Wants Rory and Ball back I think he does. I want him back too. Though. I think because there's value in that as well. Mm-hmm. That that first episode with them back is going to be huge. Yeah. Like, oh shit, they back because they got to talk about it. I want to hear what happened. Yeah. But 
is when you get to that negotiating table. This is a podcast we got to deal with. That's right where now. it gets tricky. And it's like, okay, cool. Let's talk. Y'all left. This is what happened when y'all left. Mm-hmm. Y'all back. All right. This is what can happen if y'all leave. So this is what we, this is what I want to offer you. This is what we want to give you. Mm -hmm. And now it's take it or leave it now. Or I'm not even including you in negotiations because I don't want to include you in something and you can leave me again. Ooh. Yeah. So you shouldn't even be involved. You showed me that at a drop of a hat, you'll go, Mm -hmm. which is fine. That's your right. But it's also my right to negotiate without you because I have to protect myself. It's so many different caveats in this thing. And that and that kind of goes back to doing business with your friends. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I don't know, like, if this was any other profession, what do you expect when you just walk out of a job? Yeah, absolutely. You know. You think your job is still going to be there waiting for you? Right. Hell no. Of course not. Hell no. Nah. Okay, you can go. But knowing, we're here, we're but here. knowing oh, man, this is Joe. Like, shit. Yeah. We'll come back whenever we're ready. Think, think. This is business. All right, you this, know, it's still reality now. Absolutely, and Joe still has a family to feed. Yeah, you know what I mean. You still have a lifestyle to maintain, and it's it's a staff, so everybody else got to eat as well. Everybody wants to win. You know, everybody wants their just do. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of what what's hard about doing business with friends, yeah. because you look at it like, well, this is what I did for it. Mm-hmm. And there's no measuring stick to say what you really, what value you really provided. Well, without me, I did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Without me, can you do this? Man, I could find a motherfucker to do that. Oh, yeah. can you? Well, go do it. And now you're against the wall. Like, can I? Mm-hmm. Go, can go, I? go make another draw. Yeah. You remember, you, know you remember that. Yeah. It's like hoe say, you know, motherfucker saying they made hoe. Made hoe say, okay, so make another hoe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Is that, I mean, shit, we, you know, we discuss, you know, how, you know, we want to start getting video out, but just not enough time in the day. Right. So then we're like, well, shit, we need to find somebody that can do some somebody to video. do that shit. And if you're interested, holler at me. Nah, <laughs> you know, real shit. Yeah, that ass. We need somebody <laughs> that, that, that can shit. edit, you know, chop down some video to start posting. Um, So, but if, you know, if and when this thing gets, you know, to a certain point, you know, what value does that person hold? Hmm. You know, we bringing in some money. You know, what do we offer them? Sometimes when you think you know your worth, reality checks in, and it's reality, like and it, that's the worst. Yeah. There's nothing worse. Than this <laughs> Maybe even, I got this wrong. And this isn't even just in business. This is in friendships. Mm-hmm. This is in relationships. Mm. Walk away from a motherfucker. Mm. Think about you walking away from a motherfucker. They never call you back. Damn, that's that hurt. It's hurt. Like, damn, I never really fucking mattered. Damn. It's hurt. You know, it's different. You know, Drake makes songs about this. Mm. Jesus <laughs> Drake Christ. makes songs about this, you know? So it's just knowing your worth. My stomach kind of turned with yeah, that man, Yeah, it's real. <laughs> Shit gets deep. <laughs> Shit gets deep, man. It's just, uh, it's just a situation where it's like, Knowing your value, and I and and we've had this conversation before. It actually, turned to a really good conversation mm-hmm. when we discussed: Do you deserve something just because you want it? Just because you want it, like, right? Does that mean you deserve it? And you know, and that's and that's kind of that literally is what I was kind of alluding to was: You don't deserve it because you want it. You deserve it because you earned it. You earned it. 
right? You don't deserve a million dollars. We all want a million dollars. No, go earn it. Show me why. Provide a value that that you can't makes be trusted you with fucking fifty dollars. Right, you get fifty dollars. That shit's gone. Quick on some bullshit. You spend it all at the bar. Like, I hate that whole little know your worth and add tax. I've never heard that. I've heard that. I hear that shit all the time. And I'm glad I've never heard Know your worth <laughs> and then add tax. It's just the stupidest, goofiest yeah. shit. That's right up right up there with that whole shit where you make time for what you want. That's, you know, mm. but I won't get into that. It's another conversation. But that, oh, but, but, okay. Yeah. But, um, but again, like it's, it's knowing your worth, knowing your value, what you can provide. Don't tell me what you're worth. Then I ask me, I ask you, what can you do? I show up. Okay, bitch. And then what? Uh, what do you do? Can what do you do that if you walked away from me? Shit, I'm cool as I, a fuck. No, oh, I'm cool. You know. I've always said, man, if you want to know, I've always said, if you want to know your value to your job, take a week off. I've done it. Take a week off. <laughs> and what, and what, what, did, what did it look like when you said that week off? Boy, we happy your ass back. <laughs> I know, nigga. When'd you get your first phone call? I know, You nigga. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I know what I mean? Like, that's. I know. If you want to know your value in your job, take a week off. Hey, yo, uh, I know, I know. I know you're going through some things right now, but um, we just. Just we're just checking on you. nigga. You ain't checking on me. Nah, I don't know when you coming. Yeah, back. <laughs> you, you feeling that pressure? Back? Goddamn, when you coming <laughs> home, nigga? You feeling that pressure, boy? You, feeling you the checking same the way, temp? You feeling the way Ike felt when Tina left? Yeah, nah, 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 nah. No, I got my problems. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, nah. I don't got that narcotic. Nah, I got that yeah. narcotic. That shit. <laughs> Tina won't put out them hits for that motherfucker. Exactly. That shit. You set your ass up. They got that guitar and can't have nobody. Put these hits out of get hit. What you yeah. want to do? Exactly. Damn. No. Fuck. Domestic. <laughs> that was that was bad. Yikes. Very poor taste. Yikes. Very poor taste. Rest in peace, Ike Turner. Though. Really? You still rest in peace, eh? <laughs> tell you what, two, one step forward and three steps back. I tried to I save want myself. Fuck to it. Understand what I go through constantly Failed on this tip. podcast. Now, he <laughs> wants to call HR on me. We call HR about that shit. About Ike. Yes. Okay. All right. Give me here to get hit. <laughs> oh, we calling HR about that shit. You can bet that. HR's gonna. Make I couldn't money. resist, man. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know where. Song I'm time. Yeah. 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 Let's play some music. Huh? <laughs> yeah, Daddy, get it. What you got for me, huh? Some Mike and Tina. Nah, I'm not gonna go that right. Yeah, please don't. Tina ain't trying to sing for you. <laughs> it's on you though. Can we also um, go to the fact that um, as great as she was as Tina, Angela Bass, uh, Bassett doesn't look anything like Tina Turner. She doesn't. Like nothing. Angela still look good, though. Nah, she look amazing. God. Good beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a drop. <laughs> Where's that drop? Tina, look at your auntie. <laughs> Alright man Alright We not gonna do this What so, you got <laughs> I'm all at the guys man The guys Zapp and Roger Okay Yeah man I'm going to Zapp and Roger Let's man Yeah uh, So we gonna uh, do this man We gonna take this to Zapp and Roger Computer love Let's go <laughs> Thank you.
Society, right? When he pulled up in pulled the pulled up with the VVS's uh, in the, 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 in the 5.0. I saw it with the Dayton's, had the Dayton's mm-hmm. in the 5.0. Yeah. He robbed that nigga. Hey man, stop hollering at that bitch, man. <laughs> that nigga was wow. <laughs> nuts, man. Absolutely nuts. Oh wow. Okay. Got for me? Man, I'm a um I'm gonna go with the barge, man. All this love. Ooh, yeah. Ooh.
said that was uh, the bars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can oh, I get a loose neck uh, Earl drop? Hey, man, of course. Can you? Ooh, give me some more flavor. <laughs> we're going to owe royalties for that shit when this shit pop. <laughs> Tell you what, it's not. You didn't negotiate nothing. I ain't giving you shit. Better get it in blood. Get it in blood. You like the Red Cross. I swear to God. So, I don't think we got nothing else, man. Anything you can think of? Anything we left out? Anything we didn't talk about? Nah, man. I think we covered all uh, angles for this episode, man. Episode um, was it, deep. It man. was fluid. Yeah, fluid. Yeah. You know, um, I knew that Micaiah topic would kind of, you know, I think it's going to probably ruffle a little feather. Yeah, it, it shook the room a little bit. It but did, but it needed to be said. Yeah. Different viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Again, everything I always said, you know, in love. Mm-hmm. Just here, just saying shit. You know, that's one of the things somebody told me. I never, um, never came over here to discuss, man, but. You know, someone's like, man, you know all you got to do, man, get the pie to pop. Like, what's that? Let's just say some wild shit. Right. Let's come out there, man, and say have some fucked up takes on some shit, man. And For shock I, value. Yeah, and I felt them, but that's, we not, don't wanna be that's that. not what I want to do. We don't want to do that, man. man. I don't want to do that. We don't wanna I want to build that. this shit organically, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we want. Like, organic with love. You know what I mean? Like, nah, like, they just fuck with us. That's what we want. We're That's not what we here want. to hurt feelings, but at the same time, yeah. we're not here to hold back you. Is and if we do hurt your feelings, it's because we love you. No, it's probably because they soft as fuck. Probably true. Oh, bitch ass nigga. Shit. Nigga got shot. Shot that nigga. Shot that nigga. You don't time out shit. Look at your auntie. That's my favorite drop. I don't give a fuck. But thank y'all for rocking, man. We appreciate it. Per usual. Per usual, man. Yeah, man. So, episode 10, man. That's a wrap. That is a wrap, man. So, once again, uh, this is the Untitled Podcast, episode 10. Um, You know what I mean? If you fuck with us, fuck with us. If you don't. Bitch, I know somebody that like it. That's a fact. So, man, with that being said, I ain't gonna hold y'all too long. Uh, appreciate y'all. Love y'all, man. This is getting dropping on Sunday. Give y'all a little bit of gospel. Um, hope y'all enjoyed it, man. We enjoyed y'all. That being said, we are out. All right.